What's the business, guys? It's your boy, Jester954, back in the building. That's right. Two weeks in a row, okay? Three yeah. weeks in a row, because you and I recorded, Keith and I recorded, and you and I are recording again. Yeah, man, this we is on, get back on the ball. This is some unprecedented <laughs> scheduling. Holy shit, huh? Yep. Oh, How's it going, everybody? Yeah, brother. I'm going to adopt that as my new... I'm just, Since Macho Man died, I, I'm going to be Macho Man now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Macho Man. I know. Elbow drop is one of my favorite wrestling moves, oddly enough. Well, have you seen all, you know, when he died, did you see the one where he elbow dropped Jesus? <laughs> yes. Yes, I definitely yeah. shared that. Um, yeah, welcome. So it's Nerds. You know where we are. Nerds the podcast at gmail.com. Nerds the podcast, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, fucking Facebook, everywhere. Except for Nerd Podcast on Instagram, which Keith doesn't post on. I keep saying I need to like help you guys post on that. Like, I always forget. World, social media is tough for old people, you know. Even me, man, with my like record reviews and shit. Like, I'm been lazy, dude, because it takes like that shit takes a while. Yeah, I gotta take the pictures and like line them up. Then I gotta write the shit. Mm-hmm. I have to sit there and listen through it. Like, I've been trying to do my Mega Man collection. It's like six. It's records. six discs. I gotta go through each game. Ugh. I don't know. I'm getting kind of lazy. Well, and I feel like. Something like the Mega Man, like game music for me, I'd want to put on in the background while I'm doing something. But you like to truly review it, you want to sit and listen and just yeah. listen to six records straight. Like probably what? I was gonna take it game by thirty game. minutes each. You think? Um, about, about. Yeah, you're talking three hours of just sitting and listening. Uh, about maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Anyways, um. Man, what did I see? Just uh, they just put out a vinyl of um, Bloodborne. No, they did reissue it, Bloodborne. Oh, it was a book, an audio book of um, I don't know. I was reading about like the best horror books in the last couple of years because um, I'm almost done with Wheel of Time. I'm on the 14th book and I'm 50 percent through it. So Jesus. after that, I can start getting back into reading more. I mean, I love I'm loving Wheel of Time, but. You know, it's been two years of me reading it because I didn't have a tub for a full year. So that time I was just reading on my 10-minute breaks. But now I get to read twice a day in the tub. Um, and that's really why I, I do it. I mean, I like to relax in there, but it gives me a time to just sit and read. And I read for like 10, 15 minutes. Anyways, um, they're putting out an audio book on vinyl. I don't know. I think it was a Joe Hill book. but How are they going to do that? I don't even How know. How many discs is that going to be? It's gonna- my, I think it's a... I think it's a short story, maybe, or a novella. So it's like something small. So it's probably a, you know, I a mean, half hour. Okay, if it's like half an hour to even two hours, you can pull off. Yeah, but it's I don't gonna know. cost you. I don't know, but that's um, a dumb idea. Let's. Why don't we jump into our weeks? It's been what the fuck else? Yeah. Uh, I'll go quick. I've been um, playing a lot of Wilson which is broken, and they just nerfed my one build that was viable. So, like, I had I was using a skill that everybody was using at the end game, but I wasn't even at end game. Like, I was just using it because it was... I wanted to be a melee guy, and it's, like, the only viable melee skill that I could do that was giving me good enough damage. Yeah. It's called Bleeding Edge. But it was broken. It was, like, doing way too much damage and whatever i mean i didn't get to get that but whatever they just patched it and basically you used to be able to cast it and it would spin around you for like five seconds and then you could cast it multiple times if you had it so like five of them would spin around it's just an axe it just goes yeah and spins around but that's a diablo style game yeah 
And like Diablo 3, they have runes that you basically uh, augments you can put to your skills. So one of the augments lets it spin forever, but not really forever. It's like for a certain amount of time. Because normally when you do it, it goes and it goes around once and it hits everything around you. Mm-hmm. Well, this time it spins forever. And they have like Whirlwind where you spin as well. That's so cool. people, like the main build was cast that, then also Whirlwind, you know? So you're spinning and the axe is spinning and everything's getting hit. Um, but they put it, if you use that skill, it has a 10 second timer. Like a 10 second oh, cooldown, I'm sorry. Cooldown? Which that is sucks. fucking crazy. That's a lot, yeah. Yeah, so they broke it, and they broke the only other viable, like one of the only other major viable builds for like end-to-end game, because I guess they didn't want people at the end game, because whatever, but it's like, bro, you fucked up and released the game, and people were there. Now you're going to hamper those people from continuing to play the game they were playing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I'm going to take a break from it. Is that what was on the screen when I got here? Uh, Yeah, that was this It looked game. like some... Yeah, that yeah. Victorian Diablo looking shit. Yeah, I mean it's really nice because it's made in Unity. I mean it's made in uh, CryEngine. Uh, it's made in uh, Cry- CryEngine, the Crisis mm-hmm. one. So it's very nice looking, but it's a humongous. Sorry, rip off of Diablo. Like it was a Kickstarter game that got kickstarted four or five years ago, and they did the thing where they promised a lot of stuff that they didn't put in the game, like just a lot of stuff they had like uh trailers that showed stuff you'll you don't do and like they changed the whole story and now it's just a ripoff of diablo 3 uh it's 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 weird that's what crushes kickstarter campaigns when all the stretch goals that's where they fuck up that's where like mighty number no. nine fucked up mm-hmm. uh like some dude i used to be friends with his uh piece of shit ex-wife she had done a kickstarter to do this book um, I guess I won't say it, but some old, some book, whatever, about the scientist. She was going to do like a graphic novel mm-hmm. and she set all these uh, um, stretch goals yeah. for like personal copies and this and that and per- personalized art. And she crushed her goal and ended up having to give all the money back because she delivered on none of it. Yeah. So that's like someone giving you 10 grand, you spending it, and then the person coming back and going, hey, um, you need to give back like fourteen grand because you didn't yeah. do anything. Because they they don't realize it's like they take a cut well, and like you don't just get to fuck people over unless before they did that, that one law they, they implemented a law what two or three years ago yeah that used to let you give the, the consumer a warning where it would say like you're supporting this whether or not it gets made. Well, prior. Sorry, I'm really tired. I didn't realize um, prior to Kickstarter changing the rules. People were just kickstarting shit that never got made, and they would lose the money. Like, yeah. um, I used to watch. Oh my god, these two dudes! They would play Minecraft. Well, so it was these guys that were, I forget their name. They were just funny British dudes, and they were like, you know, gamers. And they did a series, Shadows of Ish- Ishmael or Ishmael, on, uh, on most of the word or the Minecraft. So people would log into the server and they basically made a D campaign where these two guys went on an adventure and other people would log in and play npcs and like tell them stuff you know just in chat mm-hmm. not voice chat and so it was this hundred episode thing on youtube and it was really cool so they got kickstarted to make their own game based on that story and they hired a development company to do it and that company shit the bed so those guys being before they even had to give back money just being like our reputation's on the line here we can't give you that game, but we're going to pay 
you know, part of our money and the rest of the money we had from you guys, and we'll make a smaller platform or something. And they did. They ended up getting, you know, but like they were like, they felt like shit. Yeah. And that, they didn't even have to do that. Back then, like when this game was on Kickstarter, you didn't have to do anything. You could just get take all the money and run away and no one could do anything. Yeah, I saw like one time this one, this, I forgot the YouTube channel that was going over like these kind of Kickstarter yeah, yeah. scams. And one was this company that was like, Saying that you could order like A five A five Wagyu uh, jerky. Oh my god! And everyone was like, "Why?" And they like crushed their goals, and it was all just fake. Like the pictures were fake, the reviews were yeah. fake. They just tricked everybody and took all their money and ran. Yeah. And uh, remember the yeah. guy that got like a hundred grand to make potato salad? <laughs> yeah. He wanted like ten dollars so he can make yeah. potato salad. Then he got like a hundred thousand. It went viral. Yeah, and, uh, he threw like a big feed the homeless event and made like a shit yeah. ton of potato and, salad. And that guy was cool. He gave everybody potato. Like everyone got their potato salad, and then he did like a big event. That's the way you do it. But with this game, here's the real fucked up thing: the Kickstarter went through. He didn't make. They didn't make any of the prom. Like they didn't honor a lot of the promised content they were going to do. Like the way the game was going to work, and then. All of the codes they were supposed to send out didn't get sent out for like a week and a half. So all of those people that kickstarted the game didn't get their keys to the game until a week and a half after, like just yesterday or the day before. And this came out two weeks ago, the 13th. Well, if you think about it, even uh, Igarashi fucked us over too. Oh, yeah. Bloodstained was supposed to be hand-drawn sprites like Arc Arc Systems works. And then... Three years into it, he goes, nah, we're going to do PS2 graphics. Yeah. Fuck, dude. But then I he mean, at least came the out. The game they came out. It. Cool. It's a cool game, but I would still much rather have super tight hitboxes like with sprites. By the end, it was more PS3 graphics. Yeah. But remember when they first showed what they were? I was like, that bad. looks like straight up trash. I need to put that back into it. I never dude, killed that the, game was I need to so kill. good. It was really great for like a month and a half, and I stopped playing it. Same thing with Blasphemous. No, you did the same with every game where you got to the last yep, boss. Same thing with Blasphemous. Like, I got to the final boss of Blasphemous, and I stopped playing. I got to the final boss of Bloodstain and I stopped playing. You fuck yourself because you'll never be able to go back because you won't know how to play. I don't remember shit. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Bloodstain was great. I beat it straight through. It's the only thing I played for, I think, a week and a half, and then I beat it. No, I got to the fi- the final boss is that red chick, right? The big red demon lady? Yeah, that turns like into a giant and cat it's like, and uh, goat. I don't even know a cat or goat. There. I just know she's in, no, the it's ice. Like, she's in the ice area. Yeah, and then it becomes like this big spiral around her. She like shifts, yeah, yeah, and it's like, like a that. cat, a goat, and something else. A yeah, lizard. I got to get back in there. But uh, that, was, that game was great. But yeah, that first pass-through where they showed the art was going to be amazing. It looked incredible that's because it was all stills yeah there were stills of really cool looking like hand-drawn art though yeah and then it looked like castlevania symphony of the night but if they did it like with hand-drawn you know art yeah it looked like the kind of art you would see in like contra hardcorps which was yeah when arc systems works did yeah. contra which is basically like you're playing a freaking anime well by the way if anyone has access to a ps3 or last gen contra hardcorps or hardcore uh, is incredible. Actually, Hard I don't even core. no. It's not called Contra Hardcore. It's called Hardcore Uprising. Hardcorps Uprising. Uh, it's great. Um, I like Hardcorps, where it's just a dead body with a boner. <laughs> yep. Uh, and you just clerks. float down a river and you sit on it. So I always remember fall. that Clerks thing where yeah. the chick fucks the dead body in the bathroom. Yep. God, it's so gross, but it's kind of hot too. But uh, yeah, yeah, because she was really pretty. That's why I was like, oh, it's kind of gross. But well, it was like, Dante's. It was Dante's girlfriend. <laughs> oh man, 
man, <laughs> Kevin Smith. Um, what else? Oh, so I was telling you off air, but I'll talk about it now. I started watching Kill la Kill. I had no idea. I like knew people loved the show. You know, I knew people loved the anime, or whatever, and I had no idea what it was. So I was like, oh, why? I, I had finished up. I'm up to date on all my anime, but I've started a couple of other ones, but nothing had really grabbed me. So I'm like, let me try a new one. And it, you know, I had it on my queue, and I just hadn't watched it. And it's I I enjoy it. Like it's real funny, but it it's got a lot of uh, fan service anime shit, like naked the etchy, etchy stuff, right? Is yeah, it called etchy. That means like pervy anime or something. Yeah, fan service. It, it's weird, but I, I don't know. It's funny and it's goofy. It's 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 good enough that I, like I can forgive that. But at, it gets a little dicey where like all the outfits they're these the the whole show's about these clothes that give you magic. Man, if you guys can hear that, I'm sorry. Lulu's just chewing away on something, but it'll keep her, out of my, keep her out of my face. Um. Yeah, the clothes is really fucking ridiculous. Well, they so the basically wear the point. string and little triangles over their privates, and the rest is just string holding no, the triangles. No, they wear um, they wear schoolgirl uniforms that have suspenders, and their bellies are showing, and they have like and a little the skirt. entire underboob is out. Yeah, yeah. The whole point of it is that outfit is the the point of the show. It's a kamui. It's a living outfit that augments her abilities by drinking her blood That's so and it makes stupid. her super strong and like whatever it's so stupid it's very weird <laughs> but i i laughed today because in the in the show her teacher's like this slacker stoner guy who like wears sunglasses all the time but he's a secret agent who's like trying to take down the the headmaster of the school who preferentially gives students those outfits they wear like school uniform outfits where they're like full clothes but they they give them superpowers. So like each club leader, you know, like the tennis club and the boxing club, they all have these things and they can beat the shit out of people and kill people. And they do, they hang them up and fucking nail them to a cross and kill them and all this shit. Okay. Um, but he is part of nude beach, which is this, uh, guerrilla resistance force force that hates clothes. Like they won't, they hate these clothes because they augment people's powers and they kill people. So they're called Nude Beach. And this episode that I was watching today, he he reveals to the main girl that he's part of Nude Beach, but she doesn't understand. Like, he's just saying Nude Beach over and over <laughs> again. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he keeps saying it. And she's like, all right, I'm just going to go get stronger and kill a bunch of people so that I can then kill that lady because that's her whole mission uh, is to kill the headmaster because she thinks she killed her dad who made the clothes. And but he is like you have to trust me. And then he opens his shirt and it just zooms in on both his nipples. <laughs> like they start shining. It's very weird, but yeah, it's it very strange. And then in the episode before that one, the bro- like the she lives with this other girl that she became friends with at school, and her brother and her parents. Right, and the, her dad and her brother are like pervs, and they want to see this girl's vagina and tits all the time. And they did the thing where. They're like trying to get her her outfit because she's in her pajamas going to school because it was like an emergency no late drill. This school is like, I don't understand that it. it's like to train ninja assassin people, whatever. And so they do a thing every quarter where if anyone's late, they get expelled. And so they start, they plant the you know, air raid horns at 4 a.m. and you have to get to school by 8. But they have traps set up and like obstacles and all this stuff. So she's going there in her pajamas. And then uh, the dad and the brother are trying to get her her outfit, and they're riding in like a car. And then they see her, and her like every time they're about to get her outfit, someone accidentally like 
pulls the back of her pants down and her butt crack sticks out and they do the classic fucking anime thing where their nose starts bleeding super hard and then yeah. but every time they crash each time it's one of them crashes and dies and like smashes into a telephone pole and tells the other one like do me one more favor and get her outfit and then it keeps happening until it's just the dog doing it like that kind of shit i'm like oh. like it was what made seven deadly sins tough for me because it's very pervy at certain yeah. points um but it's anime at a certain point you just go it's like just there's gonna it. be enough fans there's gonna be fan service because japanese people are sexually repressed it seems uh because they blur out their porn <laughs> pretty much yeah so strange it is strange i'll tell you something i saw on porn one time a vagina was blurred out but a butthole was in full <laughs> view and i was like hmm what an um, interesting! And it was just a, it was a, um, the thumbnail because I was just scrolling, you know, scrolling through Pornhub. I don't know what it is. I think it's the, I think it's the hair that they have to blur out. I don't know. No, because then they would just shave it. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. I haven't. I'm not, I mean, I haven't watched Japanese porn in a while, but um, actually, I can't lie. I looked up that <laughs> anime that Willie and Pat were talking about. Oh, interspecies know. reviewers. Oh God! And uh, that had some blurry shit in it. It was very strange. That was very odd. Apparently, some, some, some manga that's like, like a pervy, funny, weird manga about like this human and this elf buddy and their angel friend. Their world is full of brothels with different fantasy species. Oh boy! So like, their mission is to like fuck every species and review them. <laughs> but in the manga, it's not like a hentai manga. It's yeah. like it's just pervy and kind of silly. So. The Funimation ends up paying some studio to to make this, and, and they, they went gi- and they on. and they give them full on anime budget. And the first two episodes are like kind of they're pervy. Yeah, yeah. there's like boobs, like nipples in them and stuff. But episode three gets like full on like uh oh, yeah, like they're Hentai. fucking they're fucking each other with like with like Ugh. the vibrotron and shit. <laughs> I know this is so strange. I'm sorry. Episode three is so weird. They go to the gender bend bar. I know this because I heard William Pat talking about it, and I scrubbed through it because I'm like, I have to see what the fuck this is about. Uh, and uh, it's the dudes go to this bar where they either drink a pill or a drink, and it turns them into chicks. Oh, shit. So then they go get fucked, and they fuck each other. It's so strange. But uh, That's basically, like striking vipers in Black Mirror, man. Dude, uh, it's like... Uh, so yeah, Funimation had no idea this course, was happening. Yeah. So when they caught wind, they pulled it, and they were freaked out. They made all they made a bunch of the voice actors like sign NDAs saying they they would never see their part of and this. It got leaked because it's like, hey man, uh, you do voices for Naruto. We can't have you doing voices for this shit. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So they had a bunch of voice actors like pull their names out of it, and they pulled it. They tried to edit it now, where you can watch it, but when anything sexual happens, it just goes to a black screen and yeah. says. Please enjoy the following scene with only audio, because they can't show any of the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but they still need to make their return on their investment because they <laughs> fucking paid the studio. And you know then, what's um, funny though? Think about this. Think about the real life version of that, right? Which is just as like a, a couple dude. of guys making a YouTube channel where they're like, "We're gonna fuck every race of woman," and it's like, you would just feel like that's kind of <laughs> gross, dude. Like. Like whatever you want to fuck, you know. But no, this is like different species. Like no, but, this episode, we're gonna fuck bird ladies. I know, but what I mean is like that doesn't exist. So like, and I mean, unless you fuck animals, which would be really weird. But it it has like it has funny ideas and stuff in it, but um, it was very bizarre. Dude, I didn't. 
I haven't seen all of the last season of Black Mirror, and I didn't watch Striking Vipers. Neither did I. Because I, watch... I knew exactly what... Like, I literally watched the trailer, and I was like, okay, they're going to fuck each other. Like, oh, I watched it. I stri- strike Fighting Striking Vipers, I watched, whatever. I watched some of it, uh, and I like Anthony Mackie. I, I thought it was a fun take on it, because, like, they kind of harp on... Like, they kind of dig into the awkwardness of it. But to me, if you and I were in VR... And you were Chun Li, <laughs> I would not fuck you. Like it would, it just wouldn't happen. Even if you were, I know, man. Even it's... if you had her voice, you know, like even if it changed your voice, her voice, I would know it was you, man. Yeah. Um. It's. It was an awkward episode to watch. It was what hard. Liked, it was hard to get through it. What I liked was that they end up meeting in the street and like making out to see, just because it's like we're fucking each other, even though technically, whatever. But I don't remember that part. Yeah, yeah. They they meet outside the game because Anthony Mackie's like, look, bro. I'm cheating on my wife with you, basically. Like, I need to know if we're in love with each other. Like, if I'm gay and we need to, like, I need to leave my wife or not. And he's not. He's like, I, they kiss each other and, like, no attraction. But so weird. the weirdest thing to me is, like, and again, this is only weird to me in my experience in life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I can only relate it's, to it's it okay. as a human you're allowed being. To, you're no, allowed no, no. To be I'm a... just saying it's not a weird concept. If you want to get fucked and be a woman, great. The, the the fact that one of the guys is always the woman, you know what I mean? I thought they switched. No, well, no? They, I think they tried once, but the other one likes to be oh. the woman. And to me, I'm like, that's super weird because you would think you would want to just be everybody, you know? Like at a certain yeah. point, you just be like, fuck it, be the dragon, or you know, be Blanca, bro. I'm about to fucking. I would be like, yo, let me be something with wings and fly. Like, yeah, let me, I can have a world of powers yes. and do cool shit. Immediately, not gonna fuck, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I can shoot fireballs and yeah. do freaking hurricane kicks. Yeah, because it starts with like the Chun Li chick doing like a leg lock on the head, and then they start making out. It's like if you did that to me, I'd be like, "It's crazy that you just felt what it would be like <laughs> to fucking spin onto your hand and headlock someone yeah. with your legs." You know, yeah, that's weird. like that's fucking crazy. Watch this shit, and then I would do a fireball. I'd be like, "Chun Li, do your fireball. It feels crazy." And then we would be like, "Bro, let's yeah. play Skyrim, and then yeah, learn dude. how to fusro dot the ground and fly." You know, yeah. like I just I, it's it. It is a thing because it it hits the note that like our minds would all go there, you know. We would all eventually be like, "I'm gonna fuck something," but yeah, I, I just I don't know that as a like because me and you, you already know we'd be like, "All right, fuck it, let's go figure out how how it feels to die in Dark Souls." <laughs> and then oh, go fuck. fucking die in Dark Souls, you know? I don't know. I don't but know, I did weird, watch but... the only episode I saw. Of, I might even have seen none of last season. Was the the Star Trek one last season? No, that's like the second season. Dude. No, no, no. It was, uh, the it was the fourth season. Star Trek was the fourth season. Yeah. No way. They're only USS on the Callister. That was like the second season, mm-hmm. dude. It might be three. Then maybe it's the third. Because then I don't think I've seen fourth, any of the fourth season. I saw Striking Vipers, and then I I don't think I finished it. But I was watching the Miley Cyrus episode and it was great. Oh, Poppy or what? Or no, not po- Poppy's the real girl. But like the idea, the yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about Poppy. But uh, the Miley Cyrus episode was cool. I think I saw part of it. Kelsey watched all of it, but I play a lot of video games and that's what I do after work. So it's like really hard for me to. You probably know this. Like, you ever think about your free time for the night and you're like, I'm gonna watch something. You're like, mm, but that's two hours long and that's two hours I could be playing video games. Yeah, it's a little rough for me. Like sometimes I will play something. A lot of times I just put like food stuff on YouTube. Hell yeah. Or like um or like those channels that read Reddit posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just stare at my phone and like five hours passes. Dude, I saw something that like I found something I got advertised 
and I have it saved because I'm gonna I'm gonna order it. It's called Ramen Hero. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I was thinking about it. Yeah, I was like, but it you don't cook it. You just no, reheat it. You just reheat. That's why I'm wondering what what it's like. I wish I it was like I think it's probably 20 bucks for a serving. You might as well try one of them. Yeah, it's $17 for the spicy tonkatsu, which is the one I want to try or the spicy yeah. miso is the same. But to me, I would have thought it would be cool if they did like a, you know, food in a box thing where you make your own food like a blue apron, but they send you everything like they send you really good ramen noodles. Well, they do. They send you everything in a box and you No, 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 but you don't cook it. You reheat it. It's already they've already yeah, like, yeah. cooked okay, the yeah. pork and everything. Like to yeah. me, it would be cool if they gave you everything and let you learn how to make ramen or like you know make ramen by yourself. That'd be fucking cool. Like you do it, you know. You already yeah. Just done watch. It. Just there's a couple channels I know. Just watch those channels and follow I the know. directions. I just mean imagine they just send it to you and you get yeah because it you is a bitch. You have shopping. to go out and find all those things. But it did sound good and has good reviews. I looked it up. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm ready for VR, and eventually, you know, when VR exists and there's good fuck machines, I'll probably fuck a VR creature. <laughs> not, I mean, it would be a human to start, or an elf, like some kind of humanoid creature that's not furry. <laughs> and doesn't look 11 years old. Yeah, no, no, no. And and doesn't have a tail. I feel like tails would be weird. And wings. Yeah. I don't know. Because when you think about just real human, human physiology... Just, just, dude, just a normal human anime. Just give me freaking Cammy from Street Fighter, or Chun-Li, yeah. or... Uh, whatever, dude. Give me or how about a human woman? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, imagine the the thing is, there's gonna come a time where we are like the that movie Surrogates with Bruce Willis, where everyone just lives inside of robots. But yeah. but the reverse of that, where we just live in a fantasy world, we don't live in real life. It's like the Matrix or like um Ready Player One. But I've never seen it, but yeah, I can. Imagine. But can you imagine if you could just fucking be anyone and fuck anyone and like people are gonna lose their shit like i feel like it's gonna get real dangerous real quick don't have to have regulations on it because if not our minds aren't really prepared for that but i'll say this if a bunch of people sad people die because they've spent too much time in this online world fucking and being awesome Probably pretty cool. Like, probably a good way to go out. <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm pretty sure if you're in that, if people can be in there and it's not regulated to the point where you can be in there for over 24 hours at a time, we're going to have, like, catheters and feeding tubes and IVs well, keeping yeah. us alive. Because I wonder, if you were starving, right, your body would still tell you, I'm hungry, and you're not getting real sustenance if you eat in the game. You know, like, that's... So you'd have, like, freaking feeding tubes and IV drips. and Well, you'd probably just have to come out and eat. But... They'll find a way not to do that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If a bunch of people die from doing that, like, A, good riddance. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like, look, you were sad. Darwin, yeah. And now you're dead, but you died doing what you love, which is fucking fake creatures. <laughs> yeah, strange. But that was a tangent. You can, you can blame uh, Castle Super Beast for that. They, they, uh, it was, I think it was two weeks ago's episode where they were talking about it. And the, <laughs> the way they talk about it is so funny. Like, the, <laughs> when Pat's describing that, that anime... Uh, it's just it was, it was such a funny segment. I had to find out what the fuck yeah. are they talking about. You want to know a trope in anime I hate is the trope of main character, like the uh, wish fulfillment, like uh, Kirito syndrome. Kirito syndrome, where it's every where girl every wants, every to, girl date wants you. to fuck him, even his little sister. Yeah, which dude is in every anime in. The, uh, Sword Art Online, I literally had to be like, I, I couldn't watch the second season because his sister wanted to fuck him. Yeah, the little, and she was like a fucking little kid. Yeah. 
I was, was strange, like, man. I'm out, dude. I am out. No, I watched all of it. It was fucking. Some of well, it was fun, and, once and some they of it went into a different game. I was out. Uh, once it was Fairy World, I didn't didn't like it. But the gun, the gun game, I did like Bullet, Fatal Bullet, or something. That was the third season, right? Yeah, it goes I thought Fairy that World was cool. Two is season two, which yeah, I didn't like. It was either. Dark Souls. Then it was like Fern Gully. Then it was like a like a Fallout thing. See, we should write uh, like graphic novel that is the same thing, but people all get sucked into Dark Souls. That's what season one was basically, man. I wish but it, it was an MMO. Yeah, like the way I think of it is. In that, instead of you die for real, like, you know, instead of the thing of Sword Art where, like, you die in the game, you die in real life. No, no, no. You start going hollow. You feel every death, though. You feel all the pain. Because could you imagine? Because then you would truly begin going hollow because you'd probably go a little crazy. Yeah, you've died over and over again, you know? You're going mad. You don't want to feel that anymore. Yeah, that sounds cool. We should do it. Yeah. Um... Other than that, I'm going to, this weekend, uh, watch uh, Color Out of Space, the new uh, Nick Cage, H.P. Lovecraft movie that's getting really, really good reviews. And they said... Oh, shit, yeah. It, it So they did a limited run in theaters, but it didn't play anywhere other than, I think, South Beach, and only for like two days, and I couldn't go. Um, but it's available for rent on Amazon. It's not on Prime yet, but I'll see how much it is, but I'll definitely rent it because I've been meaning to watch it. And that's starting a Lovecraft cinematic universe. Did you know that? I'm totally down for it. I love H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. I mean, Bloodborne, I've never really read Lovecraft. Like, you know, I know the conceptual stuff. Oh, you read like a motherfucker. I have his complete works. I'll let you borrow it. I've I've read some of of his stories. They're fucking crazy, man. You know what got me into love, like got me to appreciate cosmic Lovecraftian horror? Either Bloodborne or D&D. In the Mouth of Madness. Oh, yeah, because it's basically a Lovecraft fucking movie. The Demon in the Church. That movie was so good. It scared the living shit out of me because it came out in like 94, 94, 93. And I was 11 years old. I think it was 94 or 10 years old, 93. And I caught it on Cinemax one night. You know, like it was just like I saw the cops, the the pig beast cop things in that when they, when he's in uh, Sutter Kane. Yeah. Dude. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I watched it, you know, the rest of it, and it scared me so bad. Like, very, even when I was a kid, I didn't get very scared of horror movies. The idea of horror movies scared me worse than actually watching them because, yeah. you know, people would hype them up, like, oh my God, it was so scary. And Some then you movies, see Freddy Krueger acting like a fucking clown. Yeah, like, Freddy never scared me. I liked him. In the first one, he did. I liked all the Nightmare on Elm Streets as a kid. Um, Halloween scared me. I, I thought Halloween because scared me, yeah. Michael Myers is the perfect villain in that. He's frightening because he has no motivation. There's nothing, there's no reason behind it. And that's why the Halloween 2, Laurie Strode revealed to be his sister kind of thing was kind of dumb. Like, I like Halloween 2, but I didn't like that. Like, I felt like that was extraneous. It would have been cool if he was just like, no, I chose you to kill and I'm going to kill you. You know, I'm only coming after you because you were I like that he's going after her. But it didn't make much sense that, like... He killed the rest of his family. But he left her as a baby. He would have just killed her then. She was innocent. But there's no the the thing is that takes the scariness out of it. That's why okay. Rob Zombie's Halloween movies sucked because like they were I, I thought they were the first one was they were well competently shot. shot. Yeah, like he he's always been good at that. But they gave Michael Myers a personality in that, like having him as a kid and he's uh, talking. Yeah, they made him was, a little edge lord shitbag. Dude, in the first Halloween film, he's just a little kid who kills his sister, never says a word throughout any of the movie. That's why he's scary. You know, like, 
the idea of a crazy person, like a psychotic man who's very strong and walks in a straight line, no emotion, no nothing, and just kills is terrifying. You know, he's just evil incarnate. Until you get to the one with like Paul Rudd and like oh, yeah. Curse of Michael Myers or Avenger. When Dude. it's like it's a cult, it's a satanic cult, and he's got a demon in him. And yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It uh, gets... What was it? Um, oh, my God. Sam Hain. The, oh, Sam Hain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's basically the, Halloween. Yeah. The, the, it's the solstice or some shit. See, I really like... And the next thing you know, Buster Rhymes is doing karate moves against him in H2O. What I really liked was John Carpenter's original idea to do an anthology. Every Halloween, yeah. make a Halloween film that the, embodies the yeah, spirit. The three you know. ruined it. Three failed. Dude, three was so good, though. It's it, goofy. Three was a good idea, but it's a shit movie, no, man. man. There's some good the shit in there. The third act of that movie sucks. Yes. When they're yes. in the factory, and it's, yeah, I, I that third act was trash. Like the concept of brainwashing kids and then exploding their heads is kind of cool, yeah. right? Like you know th- that's fun. But yeah, then, three yeah. more days till Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. I don't Silver know. Silver Shamrock. I am a, an apologist for Halloween three because they were trying something and they were trying to keep true to what Michael um, John Carpenter wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, I have the record. I enjoy the soundtrack. I like the idea of the movie and I like the first like hour of it. But the end of the movie falls apart and it just turns out of nowhere. They're trying to make the one guy like kind of an action. He's like an action guy now. There's yeah. explosions now. Yeah. And now there's like action set pieces. Get the fuck out of here. I was just going to say, man, we need another John Carpenter. There's no one around. But we've got like Ari Aster now. We've got um, we're, we're Eli Roth. Dude. I know Eli Roth. He hasn't done anything. Failed. Uh, he was trying. Green, Green, Green Forest. Inferno. Green Inferno was like. All right, I didn't really I, care. Hostel one, I thought I was don't fun. Like the torture porns. I don't well, like those. I love revenge movies, and I love like where like I love the Hills Have Eyes remake. I love that movie. Okay, uh, the first one. I saw the that second in the one theaters. Sucks. I saw it in the theater too. But I love movies where crazy shit happens. Like 10, 15 years and then ago. you see a person forced into a situation where they just go crazy and kill everybody. Yeah, like I, I like your, that. Like I spit on your grave. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that movie. And that's why I like the end of Hostel 1, because then the dude and the Asian girl with one eye are like killing people, but then she throws herself in front of a fucking train. What movie is Eli Roth uh, Cabin Fever. No, no, no. Oh. He's doing a, a new... Like, I think he's remaking another movie that's like really big. Mm, I don't know. But actually, in my notes, I had written down, why the fuck did they remake Cabin Fever? Dude, and you know what's sad? It's a competent movie... It's almost like the Evil Dead remake, except obviously way too soon. Because Cabin Fever is still good and relevant. Like it came out in two thousand two, you know. So it's yeah. old, but it's not like it's like like dude, they remade Evil Dead thirty years later. Yeah, and it was, dare I say, almost better than the original. It is so in a I different think, way. I think it's a better movie in a different way. And Evil Dead is one of my favorite movies. Well, what I think it is is true to what. Sam Raimi would have wanted to do it's it's a true horror movie they went full yeah, horror because full on horror the thing about Evil Dead is Sam Raimi wasn't making a comedy he was attempting was to a make mistake. a horror movie <laughs> the comedy comes in from obviously Bruce Campbell's acting he's incredible I hate him really well no I know he is Evil Dead and I love Evil Dead and I love the show but like I he he's just he's a one note actor yeah yeah, that's it. He's only that. He. That's why the show. I like the show a lot, but I hate his character. Well, I, you're supposed to. He's like, the worst. I love Astro's Evil Dead because they put in two of the best characters. Uh, 
fucking Pablo hey, and Pablo? Uh, and what's the girl's fuck? What's the girl's name? I don't even remember her name. Dude, she was awesome too. She was really and cool. I though. loved dude, what made me laugh so hard in that fucking show is when in season 2 Pablo goes, "I was El Brujo, but now I'm El Brujo Especial." Yeah. <laughs> like the stupid part. The fact that becoming like the most powerful, you just become special like it sounds great because it's Spanish, but the Bruja Especial is yeah, like it the sounds special like a taco witch. Item. Um, but by the way, yesterday was Ash Wednesday, so we should have watched Evil Dead yesterday. Yeah, it's true. Um, but with Cabin Fever, they remade it like ten years later. There was no reason to remake it, there and then no you, when you watch it, it's, it's shot for not, shot. It's not even like that different. I think the first one was a little was goofier. Yeah, well, the first and one funnier, was, and the was first one had funnier. the party man, dude, party yeah. man. The, the, hey, the second one didn't it's have the fucking party guy, man. Yeah, the second one didn't. The remake didn't have that, did it? No, Winston, dude. Winston. Hey, party guy. Uh, dude, Even I the was, sequel in the prom was yeah. stupid. That was you know, dumb. You know what's funny? Um, man, who did the sequel? Fuck, it's someone know. awesome who did no. Cabin Fever Zero, or the 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 third one that's the prequel. Oh, Patient Zero or some shit? Was done by someone famous that's, like, awesome. I'm and trying to remember if I he, saw that. He Alan Smithy did. He took his name off and did it as Alan Smithy. Um, and it's because the studio re-edited everything and recut it all and, like, changed his story. And, oh, Ty West, okay. who I love. Oh, okay. Dude, Ty West is incredible. He's another one that I was like, this is the next like Wes Craven, the next John Carpenter, the next horror guy. Because the House of the Devil in the House of the Devil, House of the Devil is the shit. Fucking incredible. Yeah, man, great soundtrack too. Incredible. Yeah. That movie. I forgot about that. That movie is so good. That movie, if if you motherfuckers haven't seen it, yeah, two thousand nine, the House of the Devil. in the House of the Devil. No, it's just the House of the Devil. I think it's uh, whatever House of the Devil. Yeah. Just. Ty West's first feature film. It's so I mean, good. He did one called The Brood, I think, that was like feature length, but this was his first film with a, any semblance of budget. It's it good. so good. Yeah, it's about to, it's just basically about this girl who needs some extra money, so she takes on a babysitting job. Yep. That's it. And then you fucking go, and it's so it's good. It's a ride. It's like a throwback. Yeah. It's, it's a, like a 70s throwback. Yep. But it's it's um well that's what I was so, so impressed great. with him because it was so well done in every aspect of being a throwback. It looks like yes, a th- like it was shot back. It's then. shot. It's edited. It's acted. It's directed. Like and that's why I was like, this guy's the next Carpenter. He's the next one. The opening, the opening track too. The opening song is like a fun, funky track. It's really good. And like, I would say Ari Aster's an incredible horror filmmaker. He, you know, I love dude. Uh, Her- Hereditary is like one of my all-time favorite movies. I still need to see. Um, I don't. I don't get. Yeah, I, I don't get everyone's obsession with Hereditary. Dude, I love because I've seen movie. it like two or three times now. It's it's good. See, I will probably never watch it again. It's one of the movies that, like, you know what? One of my favorite movies of all time is Punch Drunk Love, and I will never watch it again. Oh no, I haven't I seen that. Love that. Probably movie. make me sad. It's this is the same reason why I won't watch um, Jim Carrey and the girl from Titanic. Erased oh, their memories. Uh, Eternal Sunshine. Uh, I, w- I went into Tenth Level Tavern the other day, or like two Have months ago. It? They were playing it, and I just sat down and for five minutes I watched a scene of them on the bus. Yeah, and I was like, I can never watch this movie. 
Because well, I'm going know, to kill dude. myself. You know, even the concept of being able to pay money to erase someone out of your I memories. I didn't even get to that point. I'm just seeing their interaction, and it makes me want to, you know, die. Because like I'm never gonna like have those interactions again. It is an incredibly creative movie. It's fantastically acted. It's a great movie, and I would say watch it. It is the only Michelle Gondry film I really like. Uh, Be Kind Rewind is okay. It's fun. But Michelle Gondry, like, that's the first and only movie he made that was, like, a movie. Isn't Be Kind Rewind the one where Jack Black and them mm-hmm. and delete F. the movies yeah. so they have to reshoot them? That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. It's fun. It's just, it's it's good. Is it's, it hacky? No, it's just, Michelle Gondry's very whimsical. Like, he's a very fun filmmaker. Everything he does is practical. Like, he did a lot of music videos. Yeah, he, but that's... He did that... Sabotage by Beastie Boys. Okay, but it's got Jack Black in it, so isn't he going to be all... No, no, no. Jack Black. No, him and Most Def are really good. It's a good movie, but Eternal Sunshine's like the first like serious movie. Because then he did uh, another Science of Sleep, which I hated. It has a lot of cool stuff in it, but it's got Gail, Gail Bernal Garcia in it, who's a very good actor, but whatever. Getting off track again, which is fine. We're off the rails. It's okay. My week's going At least forever. we're not talking about hentai anymore. Um... <laughs> But I would say even Ari Aster. I was gonna say like Jordan Peele and Ari Aster. They're like oh yeah, Jordan Peele's the new big thing. But I think he's only exclusive like um like urban horror ethnic. Well, horror. no, he he writes horror uh, that relates to his life, like that relates to his experiences. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. What, like it's gonna be we're not gonna get like based like Halloween, you know, which I guess is could. okay. Suburbs. I mean, he's people. producing the new Candyman, which the trailer came out. Once yeah, but I mean he's kind of putting himself in a corner. But then again, he likes that corner, and maybe society needs that. We no, need the representation. It's not, it's not that. It's you're throwing it in a lens. No, I'm it not. Plays. It's every. I'm not. And his movies are all great. But look no, at no, his no, movies. They're is, all based on the African American, um, like port like their position in horror films. Like we have uh, Get Out, white people are evil. They're taking over our superior bodies. We have. Us, which is the family getting cloned. You have Candyman, classic urban horror. Well, he's only producing that. What I'm saying is, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. You're seeing it, and I'm not. This is I'm not. I'm not accusing you of anything. What I'm saying is, and what I see is, you're putting the lens there. Whereas, if you look at any filmmaker, it's all seen. All they make is through the lens of their experience and their interests. Martin Scorsese does fucking. Ga- Italian mob films. movies, yeah. He's an Italian guy from fucking New York. Yeah. Uh, John Carpenter does white people surviving horror because he's a white person who lived in probably hadn't you know somewhere in New Jersey. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just this is new because someone has given a a person of color this the money to make these movies, which goes has, to Mars, escape from Salt Precinct. Yeah, precinct whatever it's aren't just, great. A song no, of precinct thirteen is good, but yeah, they're just those are just movies. What I'm saying is, we're, we've we, there's someone being given the ability to make these films. Yeah, that I'm not saying it's wrong framed. of him no, no, to no, do and it. I know that you're not. And and I know you're not saying he should bad. be using the lens because we do need representation because we have too many white people. Well, in and I just movies. think more voices, like more, especially. Well, they out. gave they gave my people fucking try and La Llorona as garbage. Well, that's James, that's <laughs> Le1L producing and James Wan producing. It's garbage. But, sucks, dude. Um, no, no. But look, uh, Guillermo del Toro is a Latin American person. He's Mexican, but he's Latin American. And he makes fucking movies in Germany, bro. And his... Dude, if you want to see a good-ass horror movie, watch The Devil's Backbone. 
his first. I've never seen that, Dude, and I've always so seen it there, and I've never watched it. The thing about it is, it shows you that he's always been a fairy tale teller. Like all of his movies are are fairy tales. You Isn't know, the, that a Lovecraft thing? No. What movie am I thinking of with the fish people? It's oh, from, that's um. That's the one he did, which is the final DLC in Bloodborne, the final town yeah, with yeah, the shark. Yeah. No, people. you're um, uh, Innsmouth. Uh, the the story the is movie, the Innsmouth, and then the the but they made a movie of it. Yeah, and the cover's got like a little boy going. Oh, I, that's probably terrible. Yeah, someone probably did it, but Dagon um, was it Dagon? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's D A G O N. Yeah, because that's the that's the name of the god. The 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 people. Oh, okay, yeah. so I, okay, so Devil's Backbone. I think the reason why I got it confused is that also has a little boy on the cover. Yes. So okay. Devil's Backbone is a sister film to Pan's Labyrinth. And they are oh. sisters in that they both tell stories of children in Mexico during the same war, the Mexican-American War, I believe. And kind of their experience in that in a horror movie, kind of. Because Pan's Labyrinth isn't a horror movie, but it has horror elements. And, yeah. And I mean, it's fucking sad. And it ends really sad. I never like, got, I, dude, I couldn't get through it. It was such a drag. Well, in the end, she fucking dies. Spoilers. Oh, thanks. But she... I'm never going to watch it. She dies, and then she becomes the princess of the land that she goes to. But it's like, you don't know if that's just her mind coming up with ways to rationalize and deal with the horrific circumstances that she's living in. Yeah, it was great visually for the most part. And I also did try to watch it when I was younger, when it first came out on like DVD. Mm-hmm. I think I got like I saw a, it in the ripped. theater, bro. I just got bored. And I think that the fantasy horror elements, like the eyeball monster or the hand eyeball monster, I think they were too fantastical and not true horror enough. The fawn is really cool looking. But yeah, it's it's not really a horror movie. That's why I think I was expecting like a monster movie. Oh no, watch Devil's Backbone then. It's a pure ghost story. Oh, okay, cool. And that one is a happy ending. It's it's a good movie. Um, Don't tell me. But anyways... Uh, so the thing I'll finish this thought Ari Aster and like Jordan Peele they're more like they're like filmmakers they're like like John Carpenter was making horror movies and and not yeah, that yeah. they're bad but they're he wasn't making art film you know like I feel like Ari Aster Halloween's a little bit of a blend though yeah because Halloween can almost be considered like like that's okay, one of my favorite Ghost movies. Ghost of Mars is a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. But Halloween is more of a film than Ghost of Mars. I'll say The Thing is more Fuck, than well, anything. I love The Thing. Yeah, The Thing is... That's a masterpiece, though. That's a masterpiece Yeah, so that many takes ways. its own thing. Even the remake. That's another one that we may have to do in a, a, an episode, how we did Evil Dead 2013, is to watch the original thing and then watch the remake. I That remake was And good. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That's like... That's why she's my girl that I was talking about in uh, Birds of Prey. Um, she's Huntress, and I just I I think she's an incredible actress, and I've always had a crush on her, and she's great in that. And I I liked it, but it was such a retread, where they weren't trying to remake or reboot. They were like, "This is a prequel," but it's like the the exact same beats, which would lead into the movie that had the exact same beats. Like you wouldn't want to yeah. watch them back to back. Because wasn't it? Didn't it? They find the mammoth. They drill the blood out. They have the big monster conundrum. And at the end of the movie, the dog has it. Yes. And then the beginning of mm-hmm. the thing, yeah. they run into the dog and the yeah. dog has it. Dude, but they, how cool is that scene in the thing where Kurt the Russell coming down and the is dog's dealing with Russians, people speaking Russian, and they just shoot a dog in front of him. He has no idea what the fuck is going on. 
it's so cool because they don't put subtitles. They I don't, don't do remember. Anything. That's what happens. And yeah. Then, well, he saves the dog. No, they shoot the dog, and the dog dies. And then it he I runs think, into a different dog. Yeah. Then his dogs get. I can't remember, but yeah, like they shoot the dog in front of him, and he doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about because they know that it's a monster. But yeah, I don't know. We have a lot of good horror going on, and there's so many people. We just live in a in a good time. We've lived in a good time for movies and for horror movies. Like we've lived through so many. Like I'm sure everybody who gets old thinks this, but man, we lived through some of the best decades for like film. I think. Oh, for IPs. Yeah. Because we, um, I totally agree. Because we are old enough to when we were like ten, eleven. Movies from the seventies were becoming accessible to home viewing. Yep. And that's kind of when movies started getting good, like yeah. special effects started being used, and and we and then we still had the cream of the crop. We still had the Hitchcocks and shit. Yeah. And then we hit the eighties, and then from the eighties to the two thousands, man, it's a boom, dude. For everything, the we 80s we has some we of got the to best see movies. uh practical go to CGI back to practical. Like horror in the eighties is campy, but it's fun in so many good ways. But yeah, nine seven nine seven six evil dude. Oh comedies in the eighties are some of the best movies ever. Bill and, and Ted's Excellent yeah. Adventure, Weird Science. I'm not a big Breakfast Club fan, but Breakfast Club, Sixteen yeah. Candles, all the John Hughes movies, fucking Back to the Future, Back to the Future too. Yeah, we'll never get those movies now, you know. And luckily, we have that time because like no one will be allowed to make Back to the Future even. Dude, did you send see this the kid go, fake? Send this kid go back in time and fuck his mom. Did They're you see gonna, the deep fake where they they made, they made him young? Rob, no, they made Robert Downey Jr. I did see that and Tom Holland, and it looks so good. Like it shows you they could remake it with them, and it wouldn't. I mean, I would never want them to, but it would no, be fun. This is what I think they're going to start doing: is people are going to start changing actors, yeah. in movies. Because I saw one. Have you seen the deep fake Jim Carrey in place of Jack Nicholson, The Shining? No, it is incredible. It's Jim Carrey's face on Jack Nicholson doing the uh doing during yeah, the shining. Johnny. And no, it's doing I think when he's in front of the typewriter and he's oh. like it's it's so intense cuz it's like holy fuck well, he could totally have pulled it off. You know what the deep fake shit shows you though that it's real scary is how quickly we're going to get to the point where you won't know what's real on TV. Like yeah. you won't know if a video clip of a person killing a dog, you know like is real beating the shit out of a dog is the president you know or is someone who killed a dog to pretend he was the president killing a dog do you know what i mean yeah like there's gonna be like hit videos where it's like trying to destroy someone's career in life they're already out there i mean you know there's the unfortunate starlets who have you know they take uh scarlett johansson's face and put on a porn star and then, dude you see it all the time yeah you want to go see freaking Meghan Markle get fucked? <laughs> just freaking go just type in Meghan Markle get fucked, bro. You no, and you know that. what the worst is? You'll be on Pornhub and it'll just show it to you. You're like, well, I mean, now I got to see Meghan Markle get fucked. And then you see it and you're like, this is a deep fake. You know, it's funny. If I was an asshole, I'd go on Pornhub and put one master code and just change every male porn star's face to Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways, oh that's so that was my... 51 minutes and that was my week good yeah um i have a bunch of different little things to hit because i have a lot of little games well I real quick up. guys we don't have anything to talk about there's yeah, no real we're reviews just or anything rambling. we're just gonna ramble i've got an email oh, i'm gonna to review a bunch of games no no but i mean there's no like oh there's no like current events i don't even know what i'm gonna call this one i'll call it the deep fake <laughs> sure uh so 
So what's up? It's your boy Jester954. So I bought a couple of games. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I watched a couple things. I'm have, I keep forgetting to take notes. And I keep forgetting what I watched. You did an experiment, though, that we just did a deep dive trying to figure out if it's real or not. Let's talk about that. Oh, okay. So let's do the first one. So, all right. So I'm super irresponsible. And the other day I went to get my do my taxes. So I figured, okay, I'm going to get a little check in the next month. So let me be dumb and make some purchases. Yeah. So I'm online and uh, I, I'm just flipping through Instagram and I see this ad. It's an arcade machine, right? So it's like a tabletop arcade machine. Think, I'm assuming something around the size of a 27, 30 inch screen. Yeah. It's basically like a standard maybe arcade machine. Six inches thinner than a standard arcade machine. Like it looks like it's probably three inches on either side because the two, it's, it's two player, two joysticks, six buttons each. And they look pretty close together, so I would say it's like just a, a maybe a half a foot smaller than a than a yeah I'd maybe say it's two hand spans across. That's nah, probably even more than that. It's probably yeah more a foot and a half wide. So I think it's like basically almost regulation arcade screen, um, except under the joysticks it stops, so it's not going to have the whole body. So it's about like the size of like a of a desktop PC unit. Well, it's where you when you're standing. Uh, the underside of the controllers, like that yeah. little little four inch like lip under there. So anyways, that's it's what it's a is. fucking but arcade machine with it's two a joysticks. candy cab. It looks like a classic Japanese candy cab. But yeah, so it's like I see this advertisement and it says clearance, uh, getting rid of 2019 stock for 2020 June. We'll have new stock, so they're getting rid of their stock and for 50 bucks each. Right? It's usually 250. First off, I'm like that's way too cheap. Either way. But I click a fucking video and I see someone on this unit and I see him reviewing it and I see him playing it. And I'm like, even if this is trash, if you send me this unit itself and it's got an, and it brings like a Raspberry Pi, yeah. I can turn this into something for 50 bucks. Well, all right, in fairness, a Raspberry Pi is like I want to say 30 bucks. Yeah, but the, I I would have to do all the no, coding. No. no, I know, but what I'm saying is just thinking of a Raspberry Pi, I think you can get an old one for like 15 bucks. Yeah, but that, if I want to Tony, uh, our old host, uh, our old co-host on Nerd Porn, uh, he makes arcades, and I lived with him, and I've seen him do it. And I yeah, believe, yeah. I want to say they were even like 15 to 20 bucks. Well, like if you buy new. like five at a time, you can probably get them for like 15 bucks. So if you think, throw that in, you know, a monitor, you need like a decent screen. You can get those for pretty cheap. It could be real that 250 was the going price, and they were making maybe... A hundred bucks, and or maybe even one hundred and fifty a unit, right? So they were paying a hundred bucks to in well, materials. Let's describe it a little more. It's basically an arcade machine. It's like a multicab, basically. It's basically multicade. Basically, you'll have a a menu where you can you can choose a system, and it'll have anything from you know Atari, ColecoVision, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, Turbo Graphics, 3DO, PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, N sixty four. And it pretty much caps out around yeah. like PlayStation One, yeah, two. Maybe you'll have um, Dreamcast. And then usually what they can do is they'll put a port of Ultra Street Fighter Four from yeah. PS Three. And yeah, um, they'll put and like an we've seen port. him make those. We've seen yeah, yeah. Tony make those machines, and they don't cost hundreds of dollars to make. No, it's just knowing what to do. Yeah. and buying the pieces and knowing how to assemble it. And the cool thing is, once you program it once, like once you program one, you've got everything set up on your computer to do the preloading, and you have and all the yeah, files. Yeah, you can duplicate it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I've seen these things get made. I know they have to be done in kind of a ninja way because it's not legal to sell this shit because you're selling IPs, you're selling yeah. Nintendo ROMs. Yeah, and the thing with ROMs is you're technically legally supposed to own a copy of a game of the cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so I see this thing. It, it makes no sense. It's got 120 systems on it, um, counting a bunch of like not really systems, but it's got pretty much every retro system on it, and it's got like something like 6,000 games on it, which I can imagine because I have my ROM files on my my computer. Uh, I have probably 3,000 games. Oh yeah, and I almost hand selected all of mine. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't pick up packs. So I see this machine. It's normally 250 bucks. It says they're getting rid of all their stock. It's 50 bucks. And I'm like, fuck it. It's $50. I got some money coming in. If anything, I can call my bank and charge it back and say, look, yeah. it was a scam. I got nothing. Or if they send me like whatever is, if they send me something that's not what they advertised, I'll claim it as fraud yeah, yeah. And, get, and get my shit back. It's only 50 bucks. But then I looked it up. There is nothing there's nothing dude there's a there's video no... there's one guy on youtube who i think they paid to well but review that's it. on their site that's yeah. what i'm saying it's not on youtube no it's on youtube he it's has his not... own no i i found it him through oh, youtube you he's a he's a youtuber with a decent following and he reviewed the machine like they sent him one but i'm thinking did they just is it a prototype do, do they well, really have does this he many? say their name i don't fucking remember right now it was three in the Look morning it up, when I did because that. I did some research and I reverse searched the image. Oh, and it goes and to, it goes to a different site. So the name of it that I see is Arcade Box, one word, and box ends with an E. So Arcade B O X E. But then when we click it, it takes you to tinyarcades.com. Well, when I went to reverse the image, I found a bunch of them for tinyarcade.com, which is a European site that sells those same things for. 2400 or 2200 euros which is that's a lot of money 2700 american maybe 3000 american something like that yeah so it makes no sense it sounds like a complete scam well but and they're using on arcade box tinyarcades.com's pictures image. because it's their workshop like you can see like the same because they have this wallpaper that's like behind like in their workshop but it's Dr. Mario and like Pac-Man yeah stuff. you can see it's literally and there's a tray the an orange tray like that's slotted for like silverware but for tools above it and the only image they have or the three images they have are in that exact workshop yeah so unless so... Arcade Box with an E is the shell like American shell company for tiny arcades it's like or, how, or like they, a reseller yeah or like a reseller I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's a if scam. If there's not a single Reddit mention, there's not even a Reddit mention. Yeah, that makes no sense. That can't be real. But then again, I saw it and didn't post it on Reddit, but I'm not really even a no, competitor. But everybody does what I do. If that which was is a real review. thing, because right now on the site it says 300 left of the stock. When I was yeah. on the other day, it said 500 left. And when it says 300 left, I'm pretty sure if that was a real deal, Somebody out there would be like, hey, motherfuckers, look at this cool shit. Yes. That's why I'm kind of bringing it up like, oh, shit, look this up. It might be legit. I don't it think it is. It would be on Reddit. Like, get a, you know, three or $400 arcade for 50 bucks. Yeah. So and I don't like, really believe it. But we're going to find out because I don't really, I'm pretty irresponsible with my funds. I figured I'd, in the end, I have a good credit. I have good uh, standing with my bank. I've never done. Yeah, yeah. I've never, like, charged anything back. Well, the thing, too, is. Their website didn't even have an address. Like, oh, it goes uh, contact us. New click, and it's blank. Yeah, and it says like name, uh, colon blank. Yeah, email colon blank. So, I think it's pretty much bullshit. But uh, we're gonna find out. We'll see. Maybe they just wanted to give them a banking info. It's fine. If uh, you get a shipping notification, then we'll be. That'll be surprising, dude. If if it's legit, and I, if the, if I get a box show up in my house, I'll do an unboxing. Yeah, I'll do a live unboxing. 
Yeah, not whatever like, it is, please like, do. Like not live, live, but like I'll set my camera up and then I'll just open it and be like, yeah, let's we'll see what the it fuck to it is. YouTube and Facebook, just for yeah. fun because now that we've talked about I'm it, I'm gonna open really it. It's gonna be a freaking mimic chest. Um, <laughs> it's gonna fucking stand up and go. <laughs> and all right, go so that. there's there's that. So that's one. I got a bunch of notes to go through. Uh, two. This is actually a pretty fun one. I got recognized in the wild. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I have my regular my GameStop that I always go to to pick up games. This game this week, this last week, I picked up two games. Uh, did some pre-ordering, but for one of the games, I had to go to my number two GameStop, which is same distance but in the other direction. I walk in, I see my buddy Trayvon in there, and he's like, "What's up, Jesse?" And then the guy next to him was like, "Jesse, the Jesse," and I'm like, "Huh?" And he goes, "Jester nine five four," and I was like, "How the fuck do you know me?" And he goes, "Nerd porn." And he's like nerd porn, like from back in the day. And I'm like, holy shit. Like he knows like, from where, but I forgot to ask like, but how did you recognize me now? Because Trayvon doesn't know yeah, yeah. about nerd, the podcast. He only knows me by name because I buy so much. Now, did Danielle from anime porn ever work there? No, she worked at the other one. That's what I thought. And I've never seen this guy before. Oh, by the way, his name is Freddie. Shout out to Freddie. He What's said up, he Freddy? likes. He said he likes the off. Uh, he likes the off weeks. Write in a question every now and then, dude. Um, yeah. So shout out to Freddie at GameStop. Because uh, that was cool, pretty. By the way. That was pretty fun, man. I forgot to ask. If anything, write in how you did recognize. I mean, because I guess there has been two or three photos of me throughout the years, but there's not the, much. There's mostly of you guys. Well, no, we did the Doctor Strange one together. Yeah, that's, that's a couple true. Years ago. That was a nice photo too. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty fun. I was in there buying. Wait, I'll talk about the reviews in a second. Uh, another thing that I beat a game the other day that I had, I finally beat one of my fucking games. Uh, Streets of Red. Do you know what that is? No. Streets of Red is a two D sprite based, side scrolling beat 'em up like Streets of Rage. Hmm. But it's actually pretty cool. Um. I mean, you could always look up a trailer and see it if you want, like while I was playing. Um, it's basically like an homage game. Just put like trailer and then mute it. Where everyone's kind of based on a character. And it's just a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Like one guy's based on Arthur from uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. One guy's based on Link. One girl's based on Tronbon. One guy's a little ninja dude. And it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up that kind of like does cool shit. Oh, it's like Nintendo-style graphics. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like six it's like sixteen-bit, maybe a little better. And then like you fight parodies of like Xenomorphs, Jason, Terminators. This is fun. Somebody made this at their house. You know it. It's a pretty awesome game. It's kind of it's kind of got some good mechanics to it. And it's pretty difficult, but I finally got to the end and beat it. But I had to cheat. They ended up making a more definitive edition where they added two extra characters that are parodies from of the Contra guys. So one guy has a machine gun and one guy has a shotgun. Uh, and oh, they man, were way they were way easier to uh, to play as with the the gun buddies. But Streets of Red is a very cool indie retro sprite based beat 'em up game, and it's got leaderboards and it's got multiplayer. It's really neat. It was fun to beat. Let me ask you, was Tron Bon the main character in Mischief Makers? I don't know what Mischief Makers is. Tron Bon was the girl in Mega Man Legends. Yeah, yeah. And she was also the main character in Mega Man Legends 3? No, 2, I think. No. 
She got her own game, I think. Oh no, okay, Mr. Fakers wasn't, but this, I think she got Misadventures of Tronbon or something. Yeah, that might be what I'm miss that what I'm thinking of, but so I finally yeah I beat that. It was a little bit rough. I think I might have cheated because I used the gun buddy because he had some moves that were really easy to kind of like mow through enemies with. Uh, but it was a pretty difficult game. Yeah, Mischief Makers on the Nintendo 64 is pretty awesome because they didn't make a lot of those. Mischief Makers for the N64 yeah. is kind of a 3D-looking 2D game. Yeah, it's like a 3D, 2D platformer. It's like, you know, the N64's version of a platformer. I just remember this, and I, I think I was thinking of Misadventures of Trombon because, yeah. they, they, you know, that was N64 as well. Yeah, so Dude, that Mega was Man Legends neat. was great. Yeah, it was. I'm super stupid. I mean, I'm not stupid, but I gave my nephew my OG... Uh, Mega Man Legends 1 and 2 for the PS1. Listen, nothing will ever be worse than me trading in uh, fucking Suikoden 1 and 2. They're both worth two to $300. Oh, God. I traded my Suikoden 1. First off, my mom one day, this is like fucking 15 years ago, comes home and goes, oh, I found one of these things you like with the cartoons you like. And she gives me a mint copy of Suikoden one on the PS1, which is crazy because even then it was worth she money. bought for two dollars. My god, and then I proceeded to trade that to my friend for a copy of Mega Man X6. How dare or Mega you? Man X5, which is a terrible game because this, because at the time I had Suikoden one on my PS3, okay, as a but yeah. I didn't have Mega Man X5, dude. And then the fucking Mega Man X collection comes out like within the year. But uh, that guy probably sold Suikoden for no, he still has $220. It. He still has it. He'll never sell it. I'm going to look it up. Let's see how much uh, it's worth. So there's that. So let's see. Oh, here's a blunder. A oh, fucking blunder of mine. So remember last time I was on, I was talking about that Corey Taylor horror, In Search of Darkness horror documentary I got? Yeah. Um, by the way, I watched most of it. It's really long. It's almost four hours. Uh, it's good, but you know what it is? It's one of those panel documentaries Oof. where they basically just interview a million people. Oh, it's only it's only ninety nine dollars right now, one hundred dollars. Okay. It was for a minute there. It was worth like two hundred. I remember it being almost two hundred. Um, the In Search of Darkness documentary. It's cool. It starts at a at a certain year, or they they they'll take like a year or a topic at a time. And then they're interviewing everyone, you know, Wes Craven, this oh, guy, that two, guy. Oh, it's two, by the way. Sorry, not, not to interrupt. It's two that sells for insane money. How much? $2,000 on eBay. Wow. And um, I had it. Jesus. Amazon has it for, let's see, uh, 200 bucks. Okay. New from 2000 It's probably sealed. Yeah, see, but that's probably the same guy selling it on eBay, Yeah, too. but what if you have a vacuum seal? Exactly. And then you can't check it. You could it buy a shrink wrap machine when a Blockbuster went out of business. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, so the the it's not a bad thing, but it's like basically, remember like I Love the 80s and shit like oh, that? Oh, no. It's like that kind of format. I mean, what else can you do? All you can do is show clips of the movie you're talking about and have people talk about it. Yeah. Or you could interview the creators. You know, you, you I mean, the, the, and the creators are on there. So it is a cool documentary. It's called In Search of Darkness. Look it up. You'll see the trailer. You'll get the point. Yeah, it's like I couldn't sit there for four hours and watch it, but I can do like an hour at a time, and it's cool. Did you feel the air rise up in you? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> so, so the it comes in. It came in a box, obviously, like a cardboard box, a long cardboard box, and it had the deep, the Blu-ray, uh, this pin, a poster, and a postcard. 
I paid $90 for all this. I could have paid 40 and just got the, D- the Blu-ray. But I paid $90 for all the rest of the shit. And then I, um, I remember I took it to practice to like show my buddies and shit. And then uh, at practice, I swapped my pins out. I took my, originally I was wearing a Denhausen pin, a wrestler friend of mine, uh, inspired by They Live. And I swapped it for this Corey Taylor pin, put it in the box, put the poster in the box, the postcards in the box, whatever. Like two, three days later, I'm cleaning my room and I got all this shit. I'm like, fuck, I got to put all this shit somewhere and toss it. So I put all this shit, I cram, I'm like, oh, that box, I mean, whatever. I, no. I cram the box full of trash and I take it out to where the trash is. And two days later, I think in my head, I didn't take the poster, the postcard, or my other pin out of that box. And I literally threw all of that stuff in the trash. No. Now, the poster itself, I didn't like because it was just like a close-up of his current mask. Yeah. And it had like a knife, it has a butcher knife on it, and the knife itself has really dope art inside. But I didn't like the poster. But the postcard was cool. And then the other thing is the pin. My buddy Donovan Dunhausen is like an up-and-coming really dope wrestler, an independent wrestler who's like making his way through mm-hmm. and doing a really awesome job. And that's a that he did he, those pins don't exist anymore. Yeah. It was like his face but painted because he like he does yeah, face yeah. paint and it was he painted the as they live. live. Yeah. And I'm like, I threw that thing in the trash. I'm so upset. I'm <sighs> so bummed. But then again, I had to realize I can do nothing about that. No. So the moment I realized it, I just took the L yeah. and realized I could be pissed, but why? Speaking of postcards, I forgot to tell you. So I did two things. I did uh, get my marriage license. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Um, Are you married yet? No, no, no. We just can't. We legally can get married. Um, oh, okay. But we got all... So Kelsey bought a bunch of postcards from uh, Paperback Paradise, which is... The one of the guys from Fantasy Fiction, Dom Muschietti, he's uh, he's done uh, a bunch of stuff. He does a bunch of podcasts, and he's a really funny guy. He takes old book covers and renames them. He puts new titles and shit to them, so they're okay. really funny. I've seen stuff like that. So Kelsey bought a bunch of postcards, and so a friend of mine has a a son named Mars, um, and Kelsey got one that's the cover of this book says "Fuck You, Mars," and so <laughs> this is him looking at it and. <laughs> second picture it's just him looking really sad and scared he's not even a year old yet he turns a year in like a month uh and it's just like you know he was just making a goofy face probably but she caught a perfect moment of him looking sad and it just says fuck you mars it's pretty funny (laughs) but the the book cover was a a a spaceship crashing into a red planet so that's why he changed it to fuck you mars and then he writes you know funny little blurbs um yeah sorry that's just funny so next is Fire Pro Wrestling World got an, an update. I'm not sure what the fuck the update was. A lot of people said it was a major update. It changed some stuff. I know there's some new moves. I know there was new DLC announced. Uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World is a wrestling simulator. It's an incredible game. I feel bad I, I couldn't tell you guys before, but it just went off sale. It was for $14.99 until yesterday or the day before. Uh, but normally it's 50. Like this game doesn't go on sale much because it's a niche simulation game by a smaller company. So you're not going to catch this in a bargain bin. It needs to stay at 50 because for the people who are going to play it, it's worth it. And it's like the oldest wrestling simulation game, period. They used to make these yeah. on NES. And it's for everyone who knows what Fire Pro Wrestling World is or Fire Pro Wrestling is the name of it. Uh, it's incredible. It's awesome. 
I picked up some DLC for that. I forgot the name of him, but there's this wrestler who got hurt or something. So there's these charity DLCs. The first one was his character. It was like $2 and it was like it goes to his hospital fees. That's cool. And then they updated it again for $2 more. You get like uh like a like a ring and, and like a like a like a, a venue to wrestle in with his name on it and you had some t-shirts and shit so i bought that stuff is the king of strong style in that game the king of strong style fuck what's his name again i, I just like that he's the king, the king of, strong of strong style. style now you have to look it up look it up it's either gonna be it's not mitsuhira masawa it's not it's not kenta kabashi it's not the machine who's the king of strong style um, oh Shinsuke Nakamura, dog. That's yeah. it, well. I'm not gonna lie. He was he did great when he was in Japan. Now he's in WWE. He's making them making. I just cash. think it's just a funny name, the King well, of Strong Style. Strong Style is a, is a type of wrestling. Oh, it's strong, dude. Strong Style. You look up a Strong Style match. Look up a Kenta Kobashi versus like I don't know, man. Not Mitsuhita Masawa, but look up a Kenta Kobashi match and watch him do a rolling elbow. These dudes are giant, thick, like Japanese yeah. dudes, and I'm talking a, a ro- complete rotation spin elbow that connects to their face. Jesus. You don't fake it, or a complete boot to the face where you're watching them, or knee to the face where you're watching a dude. Not in like in WWE or like other wrestling, yeah, even Japanese, their chest where or... they like where they like move with it. No, you're getting kicked or hit in your face to where you see the rest of their face like slow motion still be in the same frame and like need to catch up in their hair strong style is basically like unapologetic like shoot fighting Mm. um and it's brutal like the brain busters and like tokyo drivers they do or tiger drivers they do they're lifting you up and slamming you on your neck it's like it's kind of silly i will say aew is doing some gangster shit there was Mm -hmm. a match recently on dynamite with Pac. The Bastard Pac versus Kenny Omega. And Pac does something called a falcon arrow off of the apron to the floor. And you can't fake it. That's the thing, man. Like, I'll show you afterwards some some highlights from this this last Pac match versus uh, Kenny Omega. Look, I don't like wrestling, but you there's no arguing that they're doing crazy yeah, shit. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, well, the thing is, is they... They See, do things that are like the physicality of it's crazy, and they are endangering themselves. So it is, it's cool, but I just I can't get into it. No, I, and I feel what you're saying. I understand that. And like the thing is, is like like Vince McMahon won't let his people do certain shit anymore. Like you, like you can't even do pile drivers, you know, and, and anymore on WWE stuff. But well, you know what's crazy is in the 70s and 80s, people figured out how to make it look like you're fucking killing someone, basically, like. Jumping off of a thing with a dude's head between your legs and slamming onto the ground, you know? Yeah, like, Pac proceeds to do a brain buster off the top rope. Like, I don't know, man. It's just hard to say, but, like, just take a look at what he's doing. He's on the outside of the apron. Um, But Oof. either way, like, uh, there's, like, a lot of crazy shit that these motherfuckers do, and um, it's pretty fun to watch. But um, <laughs> anyways, so... uh. Fire Pro Wrestling World is cool. I bought some DLC for it. I got the Fire Promoter, which is kind of a simulation for um, promoting your own like promotion, basically. Yeah. We have to sell tickets, sell merch. Well, you know they're doing this. All the ones you're showing me are in reverse, right? It's pretty funny. How? Oh, my God. Watch. He, oh, they he reverse did. it, but he jumps off this dude's back. Oh, it's because it's, it's boomeranged. Yeah. 
No, no, but they don't show the forward of it. But oh, it's because okay, I get it. Either way, he just jumped off someone's back, flipped, and then turned in the air and hit someone in the face with his back. And like you said, you can't really fake hitting someone with your body. Like you know, you can't throw yourself in the air and hit someone and it not be hitting them. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Anyways, I don't want to talk anymore about fucking wrestling. But uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World is fucking great. Uh, I got the recent DLCs. I didn't get the character packs because it's not worth it. But other than that, so the games I did pick up, I did also buy DLC for Devil May Cry 5, which I started playing again. That's cool. I just bought the costumes, uh, which is pointless. Yeah. Just neutral colored costumes for the characters. And then, so let's get to the game. So when I ran into the Freddy guy, I was going to pick up Mega Man X, Mega Man ZX Advent Collection, X Zero ZX Collection, which is the final Mega Man collection that needs to come out, which is the DS games. And it's four Mega Man Zero games and then two Mega Man ZX games. And it's fine. The only problem is, is they're DS games. So if your TV is pretty big, the screen's going to be really big. Because it's yeah. meant for a DS. It's like you kind of got to scale it down so you're not... It, it kind of bothers my eyes to look at something. Well, and you told me the real fucking bummer. The real bummer is they don't let you remap the buttons. And... Square and triangle do nothing. X is shoot and circle is jump. And square is supposed to be shoot and X is supposed to be jump. You ever play a game like that and think, this is going to make me worse at the games I want to play? You know, like yeah. playing Neo, I started to get scared. Like if I go back, and I don't know if it was Neo. It was, uh, another it was game Neo because Neo had the dodge and like... Neo made it to where if you played Dark Souls and then you played Neo, you couldn't switch back and forth yeah. because the roll was a completely different button. And I was always afraid I'm going to play this too much and lose my souls, like lose my my touch for souls. Not that I'm amazing at it, but you know, it's like riding a bike when you play a from game. And like Neo, I switched the light and heavy attacks to the buttons are supposed to be. But everything else, you know, you couldn't really switch. You couldn't make it true Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, and I, I uh, so like whenever you when you play a game like that, you ever think like, fuck, the next time I play regular Mega Man, I'm going to fuck myself up. No, I'll always be able to switch back to regular Mega Man. Plus, I believe, dude, if I'm not mistaken, I hope I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong. The Mega Man collections, I think you can, the buttons are right. But yeah, probably. The, the possibility that they're the same. But I think it's because the DS. Only, only has, two, has buttons. two buttons. Yeah, that's why. But they, they should it's, still let you map it, though. It makes sense in a way, but it's like kind of dumb. They want you to pretend because I don't like switching buttons on games. Like Neo, I left it alone because I play the game the way it comes. Neo Two's coming out, by the way. Next yeah. month. Uh, yeah, it's already gold. Um, they have a seventy dollar version of it that comes with the steel book and everything. I might buy that. I went into Best Buy the other day. They have a whole bunch of like collector's editions with statues of certain games. Oh, that they that like. I think that they're trying to get rid of. Damn. Yeah, but um, so it's kind of a bummer because the the controls for the Mega Man ZX collection are just shit. Yeah. Uh, but I can always just remap them through the PlayStation itself, but that's really difficult. It's fine. I don't really think I needed to buy it. I think I did it just out of obsessive compulsive. I yeah. wanted to look good next to the rest of them. And then the other thing I bought was I bought the Platinum Games 10 year anniversary of Vanquish Bayonetta collection. Yeah. I went and watched a bunch of Vanquish videos and it does look really cool. Okay. It's so, a shoot, like a third person shooter, right? Yes. Because so, I was watching it and that's what it looked like, but I'm like, 
I'm not watching the whole game, so I don't know if there's like segments, you know, because it's platinum. They Vanquish like is different. You got to get your hands on it, and you got to be like ready. It's it's kind of like there's not many games like it. Some people just call it a cover shooter. It's not though. It's not just a cover. I shooter. I watch this motherfucker teleport to people, wrap them up, and yeah, cut their do fucking, flash like, kicks and stab shit. them and shit. Yeah. So Vanquish is a game. Vanquish, I think. I mean, you can probably find us for talking about it years ago. But, I mean, it was 10 years ago. I can't believe it was 10 years ago. That's crazy. Can you believe that? 10 years ago? We've been doing this for six years. Yeah, it's pretty long, man. Well, Vanquish, you're basically like some fucking future RoboCop dude. Mm -hmm. You're a dude in like a cyber suit. Um, Even now, because the graphics, they don't polish them up very much. They're just kind of up-resed a little bit. But... Even for PS3, the graphics are incredible. When you're just standing there and you change your gun, your gun transforms into the next gun, That's and so it's cool. the dopest animation ever. Yeah. And the game well, Platinum's really barely good ever stutters. That little shit like that. Like Platinum's big. good at small micro details. Yeah. In certain games. You have to remember, they also did the Ninja Turtles uh, oh, yeah. game. Did you ever play that? No. I the... think it was called Mutants in Manhattan or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Platinum's put a couple bad games out. Um, Every studio does. But I believe they also they also did uh, Revengeance. Yeah. Did you ever play that? No, but that's a really Revengeance game. is it's super edgy, like Edgelord. Yeah, yeah. But that's but Metal Gear. Holy shit, man. The thing is, Kojima is an edgelord, dude. He didn't make that game. No, though. I know, but he designed the world. Like he created Metal Gear, which dude. that's a spinoff. Uh, that's liquid metal Snake, gear right? riding revengeance no that's no, Raiden. that's Raiden. yeah uh that game is fucking nuts man there's the, you, there's a way to break it though there's a un, uh an undefeatable parry oh if you just keep tapping forward and smashing r2 you'll block everything from mm. anyone unless they patch that which you kind of don't want them to yeah but uh basically anyways vanquish is really awesome it's like a third person shooter where you can take cover you're mostly fighting robots and uh, you have this slide mechanic where you slide on your knees and you can go into slow-mo. It's, hmm. It doesn't sound like that cool, but just look up a video of Vanquish gameplay and it's like really interesting. It's really fun. There's not a lot of stuff like it. There's a bunch of giant boss fights and set pieces. It's supremely entertaining. Like it really is one of the coolest games I've ever played. It's so crazy because I've never really heard of it. Like the, I know you've talked about it, but I don't think I ever... Like, I didn't store that knowledge, you know, same, like I didn't think about it. Same, I heard. It was one of Platinum's first big games, I think. Mm. Uh, I can't think of anything. I think Bayonetta probably came out before it. You can tell graphically, I believe. Yeah. But I also, I, I hear the same because when I bring up Vanquish, people either go, what's that? Or they freak out yeah. about how good it is. Yeah. And then, so I knew that was good. So I'm like, all right, I know that's good. Until the day I wake up and I'm like, I could have just bought Vanquish digitally for $20. Yeah. But I'm like, I want the steel book, and I want both. I want the. And it was I cool. Want it's, a, it's a really nice. Looking yeah, it's package. a really pretty steel book, and it's got unfortunately Bayo's on the front and Vanquish's on the back, but she is the the bigger character. Yeah. So uh, today I'm like, fuck, I gotta play Bayonetta, and I just remember the same thing that made me not play Death Stranding, which is, oh man, that intro's really long. Also, by the way, Keith, I still have not even played your Death Stranding. I'm so sorry. I'll bring yeah, it to I'll like, bring it to Aaron. I'm never gonna play it because if, if Keith would not have said, "Be ready to watch a two hour movie before you play the game," I would have started yeah. it. That's what got me off of Metal Gear Five. Uh, uh, the beginning of Metal Gear Solid Five. 
I was like, I'm going to play Metal Gear. I'm going to do it. Everyone tells me it's amazing. The hospital, though, was fun. It was fucking like 50 minutes. It's fun for a minute. Oh, the hospital. Yeah, the hospital thing. You're right. Metal Gear 5 takes a couple of. it, It takes a couple of hours before. I'd say it takes maybe an hour and a half to two hours, maybe two and a half. Till like you're in a flow where like you pick your mission and you go because once you get into the flow of Metal Gear Five, you're picking a mission, and then you go to the open world and then you're just fighting encampments. But then again, there are moments. There's one moment in Metal Gear Five everyone talks about. It's you with Skullface, where he like you get in the back of a, of a jeep with him and he starts talking to you because he's driving somewhere. Yeah. And you're sitting in that fucking jeep for like thirty minutes, Ugh. and he's just like, "And then we're gonna do this because this." <laughs> and you're just like, "How far is this place?" And you can't speed it up. Oh my god. You can't do anything. God forbid you ruin it and like try to like get up and move. Yeah. You have to start over It'll again. Fucking start over and you'll be punished. so yeah. So um. So with Bayonetta, I mean, I really want to try Death Stranding, and I think I will. And I'll tell you when I'm going to try it after this. Uh, so Bayonetta, I'm like, dude, just do it. You got to play some today so you can talk about it. Because, you know, I want to talk about something that new just came out. Because I, I barely talk about new stuff that just dropped, even though it's not new. So I put it in, and I'm immediately reminded again. I'm like, one... It's just a bite of Devil May Cry. And I don't even think that's a hot take. I think everyone knows. But it's actually like really a bite, dude. It's yeah. like it's like she's half... And they didn't make Devil May Cry, did they? No, this is Sega made this and Devil yeah. May Cry's Capcom. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm just being... Unless I'm wrong and the guy who made... Man, I yeah, might... like maybe the guy that created Platinum is the original No, right. what was his name? Yuri Shinju... Hold on. I'll, I'll look it up. Look Go up ahead. the guy from... Yeah, so basically I start the game and... Like, Bayonetta is, like, half demon, half human, like Dante. Um, her counterpart, the freaking... Her Virgil, basically, has silver hair, like Virgil. Uh, except the counterpart was red and Bayo was black. And um, instead of a bar named Devil no, it May is. Cry... It's uh, Hideki Kamiya, ah, the Hideki creator. Kamiya. He works at Platinum Games. He created Devil May Cry. Okay, perfect. So they took okay, their, perfect. like... He probably couldn't take the IP, so he's like, I want to make Devil May Cry, so I'm going to remake it. Okay, change. perfect. So yeah. that, that's not really a big gripe for me. And that's like, okay then, because yeah, it's like it's like uh, Igarashi making Bloodstained. Okay, yeah, so that, yeah. that wasn't really a problem for me. Like, that's not my gripe, but you're, you'll hear my gripe now. But yeah, it definitely is a bite. Like, instead mm-hmm. of like, it's almost in the same font of Dante's bar, Devil May Cry. It's called The Gate of Hell or The Gate to Hell. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you fucking losers, you're just biting. But it's his game, it's cool. So I'm playing the game. And the intro's long. Before you start a mission, cutscene. And here's what I hate. When you finish a mission, let's say you f- everything's mission one, mission yeah, two, yeah. mission three, there's checkpoints. But at the end of a mission, you fight a boss. Before the next mission, there's like another cutscene, though. Oof. So you're always constantly watching cutscenes. And they take forever. They take forever, bro. And I get it, you know? I think even the art director, one of them was a woman, because people were like, this is objectifying. And the, this woman was like, "Um, I designed all this shit, yeah. and this is how I want it, because she's a bad, badass boss bitch. And, yeah. like, I want her to be dope. And at least they didn't go, like, her titties are the things that grab things. It's her hair. Like, she's... Yeah. I mean, but they do, like, she does grab her pussy every now and then, and, like, <laughs> moan. She, like, licks her lips a lot, her tits. Like, she's, yeah, she like, was like mm. she Yeah, she, like, is basically pseudo masturbating most of the time <laughs> but she does do it like there's a Dude. lot of awkward like open legs it's fine that kind of shit though 
does it? Do you ever see it? Like it's like how when I'm watching anime, I feel embarrassed sometimes to be a fan of stuff that I'm like, this is what people think I'm into. And yeah. Like, I was playing alone today, and I was just like, "There's like a moment, and like I think the opening cutscene where it's like the shots going around behind her, and like she's standing up straight legged, like with like like in a V pose, and she's like bending over, and she like reaches back and grabs her, and like grabs her pussy. Yeah, and I'm like, that's just purely sexual and ridiculous, and there's no need for there's that no right need, now. Because guess what? You're fighting monsters. No, but like <laughs> what I don't understand is for the people that are into this and like get hot for it. Why don't you just watch just porn? Just go watch hentai, dude. Or, yeah, just go watch a fucking hentai. I mean, why... And even does... nowadays, there's CGI hentai. Yeah. So, but like... why does any of that... I mean, look. Whatever, I understand. Not, the king, look. not the king shame, but, like, to me, I'm like, a real human being, you can watch them get fucked, too. No, I understand. I mean, I can understand the whole thing, and it's fun to change things if people like hentai or animated or whatever, but... It's really prevalent in the game, dog. Like, sure, when I'm doing the combos and the special moves, basically that the bigger her special move, all of her attacks use her hair, so like she yeah. gets nude. That's not the lewd part. Yeah. Because when she's completely, if you're doing like the biggest ultimate mega attack, she's basically what looks to be a scantily clad one piece. Yeah. It's not like gross. Yeah, yeah. It's what she does in the cutscenes when she's just grabbing herself. Yeah, and it's like, like, why are you doing yeah, that? Yeah, she does that shit where she bends over at the waist so her like legs are straight and her ass is yeah. out. She goes like, and then, mm, yeah, and like slaps and, her ass. And it's part of it's fun and cute in anime because it's like that kind of like, I get it. They're also trying to put a little bit of pinup in there. But that's not really what I'm worrying about. I'm in there for um, great monster design. I'm talking fucking... I don't even know other games that are rivaling. This is like RPG uh, persona style monster design. Okay. I mean, like, one of the freaking, this dragon I keep having to fight that I think is God, it might not be. It's like, imagine this giant God head, but it's upside down, and then two dragons' heads are coming out of it, and it's got wings, and it's, the monster design's great. The angels are like these bird things, and then there's these giant cherub monsters. And then there's a bestiary, which is great. That's Thank cool. God. Give me a bestiary. I'm in there all day. I love it. Yeah. So that stuff is all really great. But when you start a mission, man, do they talk a lot. And it's like, you want to stick around because you want to make sure to not miss anything. Because I don't want to have what I call Caprio syndrome. Our buddy Caprio would just like mash through every cutscene. Yeah. Like, I've sat through him with, like, we're trying to beat a fighting game, and then we kill the final boss, and he's just mashing, and I'm like, no, you're going to skip the ending. And he skips the ending, he's like, what do you care, we just beat the game. I'm like, we played Street Fighter for the last 30 minutes to see Zangief's ending, just YouTube it. No. Yeah, no, I I I earned it. I wanted to earn the ending, so I'm trying to watch the cutscenes. So what I'm noticing is, I'm only three missions in right now, which took me about two hours to get through. Jesus. So basically, each mission, let's say each mission is tagging in at about 30 minutes. You're playing for like seven minutes. Jesus. And the rest of it, you're watching the most hack dialogue, shitty voice acting, bless you, and completely trash. It's like, it's, it's. Devil May Cry was better, and Devil May Cry is pretty bad. Devil May Cry was so fucking edgelord. It's it's pretty bad, and I don't mean it like it's a bad game. I mean, like, it's pretty hacky writing. 
Like, the writing is pretty hacky and silly, and that's okay. It's campy, and I can take that. But Bayonetta has got really good combat, but, man, dude, it is, um, it's a slog to play through because for every two minutes of gameplay, you're watching eight minutes of shitty yeah. cutscenes. Um, what else did I get through? Oh, in the first level, the first note you find, I thought this was strange, but now I get it. Mm-hmm. The first note you find is a note, and it's signed Antonio Redgrave. Who's that? Tony Redgrave is Dante's name. Oh. Uh, that we only just found out in Devil May Cry 5 10 years later. That's crazy. So he put the name Antonio Redgrave in Bayonetta, and I searched uh, Redgrave Bayonetta and found nothing. Huh. Because it turns out the city that you're playing in, Devil May Cry 5, is the city of Redgrave. Or something like that, and it turns out when Dante, when Dante's mom sent him, set him loose, mm-hmm. she told him to change his name, and he changed his name to Tony Redgrave. And the first level of Bayonetta ten years ago, you find a letter from some dude named Antonio uh, Redgrave, which That's I need to do more a research. Nod. Yeah, he must have just done and it, it as like it a... wasn't like the letter had nothing to do. The letter was about the letter was a journalist. Oh, I'm a journalist, and I see that there's monsters everywhere. You know what I bet is. The Devil May Cry Five reveal is a nod to Bayonetta. He probably put that in there, knowing that he was going to at some point put the name into Devil May Cry Five. I gotta look it up because I don't remember the and name. I wonder if Redgrave. he even did Devil May Cry Five. Um, I don't know. Look it up. Yeah, who did Devil May Cry Devil May Cry Five? Because um, I started replaying Devil May Cry Cry Devil May Cry Five last week. I got up to Artemis. I'm playing it on hard now. I got up to Artemis, and she's kicking my ass. I don't want to use my gold orbs. Yeah, no, he didn't do Devil May Cry Five. Devil May Five. Devil May Cry Five is really good, though. Um, Scalebound is the last game he was working on that got canceled. Got canceled. Would have been nice. He did Astral Chain. He did Bayonetta Two as the story supervisor. He directed Bayonetta, Okami, and The Wonderful One Hundred One. Um, did Beautiful Joe. He did some Phoenix Wright stuff. Beautiful Joe was fun and all. Uh, unfortunately, they turned it into Mighty... Uh, no. Wonderful 101. Which now we talked about it last time. Cisco wants to be in it. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, no. Hidetiriaki uh, Itsuno did Devil May Cry 5. So, I wonder if... Um, I, I wonder if maybe he told them, like, Dante's real name should be... Tony or Dante's, you know, name should be Tony Red, but maybe he just had that name in his head and he knew. I don't know. But yeah, look, he had to have told someone in Devil May Cry Five yeah. and be like, "Yo," because but unless Hideaki Itsuno was a fan and played Bayonetta and wanted to put that in as a nod to the guy, you know, the original creator, just as like an homage, yeah, or respecting, um, you know. So yeah, I'm not gonna shit on Bayonetta. It's a good game. It's very interesting. It's just full of fucking fluff. It's full well, of a, a lot. A lot of those lot, character man. action games are that. You just it's like these segments where you're like, I want to get S rank, and they yeah. have to watch some I dumb mean, shit and then play a fucking, uh, you know, a mission. Same thing with Mega Man ZX Collection. Like a lot of those games. I mean, I get it. You know, you can't just put a game in and expect to start playing. Except for Dark Souls. Exactly. Souls has fucked us up, man. Because I started, I before I was coming, I was like, I only got a little bit of time. Let me throw Mega Man ZX Collection. Let me try to get some in. 
everyone, I got to go through like 30 minutes and I'm like trying to skip the dialogue. Yeah, they won't yeah. let me. I went to Mega Man Zero Four and they let me press start and skip. Yeah. So just, just give me gameplay. I don't care. Oh, Seal Zero, the yeah. robot reploids are. I don't care. It's this is your especially Game Boy games. Yeah, like, bitch, it's all going to be convoluted. General Zuberbot. It's like you're trying yeah. to. And they know how they they put they cram so much thought into their their robo politics. Yeah. For this Mega Man Game Boy game, <laughs> where it's like really deep. It's like no one cares. Just let me shoot geckos with my yeah. tornado gun. Yeah. Um. Last one is uh, Dead Cells. Yeah, that you have right expansion. Yeah, I have it. You don't play it though, right? You no. haven't. You never got. You haven't gotten the bug yet. No. All right. One day we'll we'll get you the bug. It's great. That's good that you have it. It's still, Dead Cells is still one of the easiest games to hop into at any time. Yeah. Which is a very good thing. They dropped the DLC, which was five bucks, but is worth it. Drops new worlds into the game and expands the game. Uh, so since you don't know the game very much, it doesn't really do much for you. But Dead Cells is a great game. Procedurally and it's like generated. It's a rogue, roguelike, right? Yeah, it's procedurally generated. Every time you die, you start from the beginning. And they want you to basically start from the beginning, get to the boss, and beat it. And then if you beat the boss, you get a boss cell. Mm-hmm. So when you restart the game again, you can give your boss cell to this thing. You can like activate your boss cell. So now you have one boss cell activated, which takes your game to New Game Plus, basically. Okay. Basically, it makes. It raises your difficulty. Oh. But if you want it, like, throughout the game, you'll see doors with one boss cell on it. And if you don't have any boss cells, you can't open it. Now that I have a boss cell, if I see a door with one boss cell on it, I can open that, and it's like an extra little store. Hmm. Then there'll be doors with two, three, four, five boss cells on it. That means I have to beat the beat the final boss but each time. But if you die, do you have to re-beat that boss every time? No, once you defeat the boss, you have beaten the game and gotten a boss cell. You've beaten the whole game? You beat the whole game in about 30 minutes. But isn't it different worlds every time? Each world takes you to, well, maybe 45 minutes to beat the game. Well, because what I mean is in a lot of roguelikes, you have to beat a boss, and then if you die, you have to beat that boss again to get to the next boss. And every time you beat a boss, you can sometimes get like teleports it's hard to them. explain the boss cell i'm talking about you only get for beating the final boss oh you can run through the whole game in less than an hour are there bosses before him yes or her? there's three or four bosses there's period every two or three stages you'll run to a boss you start the game and you're in the general cavern and from that cavern you can either go to the sewers the 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 ramparts or they just added a new area the whatever but as you go, you can unlock certain doors and shit, right? That if you die, they'll be unlocked already, and you can get shortcuts. No, that's usually the roguelike thing. Is like, well, you get power. You it, you got to play it. You, what you're saying is kind of true. You get abilities, yeah, that will let you do shortcuts, like kind of like uh, like Castlevania, S- Symphony of the Night, like yeah. Uh, you know, once you get the this the 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 Triple the vein the vein yeah. thing the the vine thing like the, there's a vine you can touch and it'll make a pathway whatever but basically you have to beat the game over and over again to unlock harder difficulties and more access to the game mm-hmm. sounds weird that i'm not I'm probably not describing it properly but once you get the flow of it when i first started it i'm like this is daunting it sucks having played this i think by now it's over a year 
it's still just as fun. It's the easiest game to pick up. You can literally, if you only, let's say you're about to leave, and Kelsey's like, fuck, I need seven minutes. You can literally get six minutes of enjoyment and yeah. not feel like you're wasting time. It's the easiest pick up and play. It's easier to pick up and play than Peggle. And you can stop at any time and it saves you right where you're at. Have you ever played Rogue Legacy? Yes. That's a good game. That game's pretty cool. It's a little, it's, it can get, I, I want to go back and play it a little more because that game used to piss me off. Yeah. That was my first Rogue If you didn't get the right genetics or whatever it's called, like, you know, you inherit certain things from yep. your ancestors. I them. Yeah, you did. Like, if you got, like, f- afraid of water or whatever, you know, hydrophobic, and, like, if you go near water, your guy freaks out. And- yeah, that game was great. And this one, what that would, the equivalent of that would be to in Dead Cells would be when you first start, you get a random roll of weapons. You get a random okay. melee, a random shield, and a random. Uh, Spell or, like. No, it's a. Range. Range. And you pick two. And it's great. Do you have it installed on any of your systems? PC, I think I have on Steam. All right, next time I come over, I'll I'll just take you through like a quick run. No, you know what? I'll buy it. Text me tomorrow, and I'll buy it because you you gave me the thirty bucks for it for my uh, for my birthday last year. No, for blasphemous loser. For blasphemous, that's what I have to buy. But oh, it's I fine. did buy Dead Cells. I have the physical. Yeah, you have the physical. Yeah, you do need to buy blasphemous. I do need to buy blasphemous, or I want my thirty dollars back. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. That um, was for my birthday last year. That was like months ago. Yeah, but I remember why you gave it to me. Maybe just because... It friends. was during a podcast. When was your birthday? What month? February. Holy fuck, it's been a year. Yeah, I think you gave it to me for it my birthday last year. It was for your year. birthday. Damn, it's been a year? Yeah, I'm no old No way. Shit. Look up when Blasphemous came out. Let's see. Bullshit, it was a year ago. Because I remember I came to do the podcast, and then there was no physicals out yet, and I gave you 30 bucks, and I said, go buy Blasphemous. Oh, so it came out on September 10th. Why did I buy that for you or give you the money for Maybe it? Maybe it's for Christmas. I don't know. Like you were like, I'm just going to... I don't You might have just gave it I to me. I think I just like, wanted you I to want play you to it because I knew you weren't going to. And I was like, you need to. And you still need to play that too because that game... That one's a little more of an investment. That's like Souls. Yeah. And you still have no idea what the other one is. Like... Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, the one made by Adult Swim. Yeah. Uh, Death's Gambit. Yeah. That's another good one. That one's a little harder, and I think it's because it's not as polished. Did you ever play Salt and Sanctuary? I didn't like. I I don't like how it plays. Yeah, it, it plays is, weird. But it's so because it is Dark Souls translated to two D, where it's as clunky as Souls. Because Souls is perfect in its own way, but it is also a little clunky. It's like clunky if as fuck, dude. If you've never played it, because they mimic what it's like wearing heavy armor. You're not like you know. You're not gonna be flying around like yeah, fat rolling. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's Salt and Sanctuary is purposely clunky. It doesn't play as smooth and like reactionary as like a Castlevania or any of these other kind of, you know, roguelikes where they rely on precision, where that game punishes you if you don't, if you attack too many times in a row, you know? Yeah. You can't I mean, cancel. So, yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah. When you're swinging that Claymore, you, yeah. you're going to get a face full of shield. The worst is in PvP when you are just freaking out swinging and people are like, yeah, yeah, freak out swing. And then they fucking parry you and you die. Man, that's nuts, dude. Um, Other than that, I think what I was going to say before about when I'm going to play Death Stranding, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a Pro. I'm going to get a PS4 Pro probably within the month because I've had my PS3 for, no, my PS4. I've had mine currently for about four three years yeah it's about the time uh i noticed like some like 
higher games, like even Devil May Cry 5 I put in the other day, or... You'll get like a little stuttering. I put uh, WWE 2K20 the other day. No, I just, I hear it, like all of a sudden I hear... Oh, yeah. I hear... Yeah, like the yeah. fan goes on, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it gets a little, it gets so a little dicey. So I'm afraid of the system dying on me, so I don't want that to happen. I also need a pro because I'm not going to get a five for the first generation or so of it, or the first model or so. And I want to make sure my system doesn't die. And I found out a PS4 Slim is worth like GameStop still giving about 150 for them or so. It's not bad for the PS5. I'm gonna see what they're doing for launch games, but historically playstation has never had good launch games and did never. you see that um i know xbox said they're having zero exclusives yeah and there's a rumor that sony's like we're not going to do any exclusives either so it's just going to be like a bunch of games everybody can play anyways yeah which is weird i'm not i've never bought a system day one and i'm not going to i i wanted to this time because i was like i haven't since dreamcast that's the last PS2 and Dreamcast, I st- stood outside at midnight and got my copy you know, my games or my, yeah. my system. And I couldn't even afford games. I would buy the system and, and couldn't even have, have a game for months. At least with the PS2, I had a DVD player, which I didn't have. You know, I would watch DVDs. And I worked at Blockbuster, so I would rent games. But man, Dreamcast, I bought and I couldn't even get a game. I had to borrow Sonic Adventure and I played it on acid and it freaked oh, me the man. fuck out. I've Rolling said around times, at the speed of sound. When that fucking uh, killer whale jumps over the thing <laughs> when you're running through the city, I was like, what the fuck? And then I remember at a certain point when I was peaking, like tripping the most balls, I was just running into a wall, like just watching his legs. You know, like when you're tripping, you just focus on yeah, one thing. Anything. I was just watching the animation of his legs. You focus moving. on your fucking heartbeat. And someone was like, dude, you're running against a wall. Fucking play the game. And I was like, <laughs> I can't. I, I I literally I was like I can't. I can't understand what I'm doing. Like I'm freaking the fuck out. And so then they played, and I just watched and I was entranced. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to do a thing where like I do a deep clean of like um my area to get all the dust everything out. Find a perfect situated spot for the for the pro. I'm gonna try to do the thing where like I drape a cloth over it so that no excess dust yeah. gets in there. Because I need to start taking care of my systems. Luckily, I don't have like animals in my house. And I don't smoke in my house because that shit kills systems. Yeah, I knew someone that never even played his PS3. He bought one, played it a little bit, and within a year and a half, just he smoked a pack a day in his room, and he had like four cats in his house. His PS3 just stopped working after like a year, and he never played it because when you looked inside it, it was just like you could spoon out the shit that was in there. Yeah, yeah. So I want to do that because I want to play Death Stranding. I want to play Red Dead. The reason why I won't, dude. No, the reason I'm not going to put fucking Red Dead in my freaking three year old PlayStation Four, it's going to explode. Well, I'll tell you this: get ready. It's another one that's like time sink. It's a time sink, and it takes a while to get into. But also, another thing I have to do is I need to reload and play Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition. I love Final Fantasy 15. A lot of people don't. I did not. I fucking adore. Adore that game. I didn't. Love and when I got Royal Edition, I never, pl- I never played I it. I didn't like any of the characters. I didn't like the story, and I wasn't a big fan of the combat. I can understand all of those things. Yeah. The combat, man, the combat is really frustrating because there's no real way to play clean. There's yeah. no real way to like cleanly know. Like you're gonna take damage. Yeah. 
You, well, I, it's they like wanted to make it like a character action game, but not give you the b- ability to be as precise and like time it and like all that. Yeah. So it's, it's like this weird hybrid where it's like just go turn based. Let me well, play it or do it like Final Fantasy twelve, which is one of my favorite Final Fantasies. That's what I think is good. Like I'm really afraid for seven remake because with with um fifteen, you, I really finally noticed. I'm sure there were other areas, but it really comes into play to show you how fucking stupid this combat system is when you start fighting Tauntauns. Oh, really? You know Tauntaun, the little guy with the knife? Yeah. Uh, All you can do is hope for some attacks to land, (laughs) and then you have 99 um, healing potions of every type and 99 Phoenix Downs. Yeah. And to kill one, you're going to have to die and revive 50 times. Like... Maybe not that many, why were but they, why were they always so strong? Um, I don't know why they're so strong. Same thing with cactars. Like in fifteen, like look, man, there's ways to play Devil May Cry. Any of them on Heaven or Hell mode. Do you know what that means? Mm-mm. Heaven or Hell mode means, or there's Hell and Hell mode. Uh, it means highest difficulty, and you die in one hit. Oh my god. And people beat those games. Yeah, yeah. Because there are ways of dodging or blocking or hitting. Yeah, or they can time everything. They with can Final find Fantasy frame 15, perfect. dude, you're taking damage. Yeah. Just like any RPG, you're yeah, always yeah. going to take damage. But I noticed, especially with some of their online trials, they would have these really great moments where they would give you a great monster boss, a king behemoth to fight. I do, I do miss that stuff. Every two weeks or every week, they'd be like, there's a new elite monster hidden in the world. Yeah. This week, it's three giant serpents. One time, it was, I think, like, a hundred tauntauns. Or a hundred, I think it was, like, one or 500 uh, cactuars. <laughs> so you're just getting hit by needle. Yeah. A million, the whole time, you're just, everyone's dying. Yeah. So you're constantly pumping everyone full of drugs, <laughs> yeah. reviving them, and just killing as many as you can. And the only reason you're surviving is because it's easy to farm certain things at certain times, it's easy to get gold. It's easy to always be at complete max supply of potions and Phoenix Downs. So then you're you know, ju- so you're just kind of game genieing your way through the game. Why did Eris die and nobody give her a Phoenix Down? I don't know, man. People, I know this is like the people have been asking has, that yeah. for years. Maybe. But it's like you're Phoenix Downing everybody, and then someone gets stabbed one time, and you're like, oh, not, not that one. <laughs> And everyone's like, but we got the feet. No, 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 she's no. dead. And he's just weeping. They're like, but we could literally, no, nope, oh. she's gone Just forever. to make sure, drop her in this body of water. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I mean, it's obviously impactful. And I think it's showing like, it's more like when you Phoenix down people, they're not really dead. It's like an adrenaline shot, you know, whatever, to a heart. Well, that's what 15 did, which they give you a time limit to Phoenix down them yeah. or they'll die. But the time limit's like 30 seconds, dude. Like, you have time. It says, like, you're dying. You're dying. Do you want to die? You're going to die. And then it goes, I think it even stops and says, you're going to die. Do you want to use a phoenix down? <laughs> like, they don't let you die unless you fucking want to die. Yeah. You know what I really hated about 15 was I didn't care about the villain. That weird guy who just... Arden. Is, yeah, Arden. Arden. Uh, they released a final DLC... Of just him that I think will explain who he is. The problem with the game is you don't know who the fuck he no. is or what his intentions are. And none of the, like, you don't care about anything. Nobody, because you're, you're supposed to watch 
the movie and then the anime series to get that info. And I'm like, fuck you. No, give me um, the game. Or bundle the movie in yes. the menu of the game. Yeah. Because, you know, I I was searching for and I really wanted the, the Blu-ray bundle of, what was it, Kingsglaive with the game. Yeah. They made some limited copies. I couldn't fucking find it anywhere. And I'm not buying a digital copy. If it's no. a Final Fantasy movie Blu-ray, I want to buy it. Yeah, every copy of Final Fantasy XV should have come with a copy of Kingsglaive on Blu-ray. No, I think it was like fucking 80, 90 bucks because they wanted you to pay for the Blu-ray movie, which is 30, yeah. 40 bucks. Or, market. like you said, either put it in the game, you know, put it as two Blu-ray discs for the game itself, but bundle the movie into the game. Or give me because a digital code. if you're going to make me know that, if I'm going to have to watch that to know the story, then include it. Because if not, you're, you've already fucked up. Yeah, but from what I think I gather, I don't think Arden's in Kingsglaive, really. He's not. But Kingsglaive gives you at least the beginning of the story because 15 doesn't tell you shit. No. It's just like, you're the guy's son. Um, He's dead. And then you're yeah. like, I have to go get all these ancient weapons, which it's another system I didn't like, was I like when I take a character and go, I'm going to make this guy my two-handed berserker you know he's gonna use two-handed swords like my sid is gonna be my dragoon yeah um that's why i love 12 12 you can really do that you can be like this especially guy. now with the international system now yeah. you can really do it uh, in no, 15 this guy just you're has just ghost like weapons. i have every weapon and they just fly around i don't even use yeah. them well you you do use them when you manually select which one you want to use but one they're a weird ghost form yeah and two i think they damage you while you use them so you don't really want to use them yeah they're kind of whack it, they, I'm not going to lie, man. 15 has a lot of flaws. I think that I really enjoyed the fact that it was a giant world. I think I liked the music. I think I'm, just to be honest, I, I might have liked how easy it was. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's definitely chill. It's and like you this, can. And how big and open and like. Well, it's cool because it, it has that open world thing where like you can go like, today I'm just going to do hunts. Like I'm just going to go hunt yeah. shit. And you just get in a car, you put on old soundtrack music. And yeah. I will say, when I said I didn't like any of the characters, I like the core four characters. I think I like that they're just like buddies. Like they exist as like they were his bodyguards and they're people that serve him because he's the prince. But it's yeah. also like they've become his family, his true family. You know, like that. Yeah, they're band of brothers. That's very cool. And also remember, we didn't watch the also the anime series that yeah. they put out. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I had it on Crunchyroll, but I didn't watch it either. I think I watched one episode, and I didn't. I didn't understand it because I didn't know what was going. You know, I didn't know who anyone was. Yeah, I mean, well, here's another problem. So remember, they released the game, then they released all the DLCs, one yeah. for each character. So the first one came out. It was for Gladio, which was based on. Gil when, tr the trial of Gilgamesh. Yeah, when he goes, I need to get stronger, and leaves the party for a yeah. bit. So and he goes on the trial of Gilgamesh. Yeah, that was actually really cool. So you go on the trial of Gilgamesh. Uh, fucking, I guess this is a smart kind of brilliant idea, but not, but kind of. <laughs> so Gilgamesh was featured in one of the original uh, nerd porn trivia questions. Gilgamesh was a boss, I think, back in Final Fantasy five or six. And Gilgamesh is this giant, like, armored fucking knight thing. And he's got, like, six or eight arms. Yeah, eight and arms, every arm holds an elite weapon. Yeah. So in this one, to prove your strength, you have to go on the trial of Gilgamesh. And you have to go through this cave and go through the trial and eventually fight Gilgamesh. And when you fight Gilgamesh, he's a one-armed dude. 
So they go from eight arms holding elite weapons. But he gives to him his he weapon. He has right? one arm. And then he can, like, I think his final form, he, like, has, a go- like, a ghost arm or some shit. <laughs> it was a cool boss fight, but it was, like, fuck, man. This And he's also, like, normal size, so it's kind of, like, almost yeah. like a... It's almost like a... What's his name? Oh, fucking Dark Souls 1 DLC guy. Artorius. It's almost like an Artorius fight. Yeah. Except that's way better. Uh, well, and I'll tell you this. It's almost like the rest of the summons in fifteen, where like they kind of take the original idea and then they go a little wacky with it. Yeah, like Rama was really cool, but like they were like gigantic, and it was like really cool looking. Like when you use him and he's fifty million feet tall and just oh, and it kills everybody. But it's like, I mean, he just killed everybody. The problem was is, and also Royal Edition, I believe, added Ifrit. Okay. Have you ever seen a free in fifteen? No. Look he looks up. sick, dude. Uh, he looks like uh, he looks like Lucifer halfway to halfway turning into Satan. But the problem was is you couldn't summon them. You yeah. would be playing, and then it would then you would see like some some like effect on the screen, and it would say hold R R two and L two or something. Yeah. And you would hold the buttons, and then either if either uh, Rama, Leviathan, or Shiva would show up and wipe the board. Yeah. And then you're like, cool, but I'd rather have a meter and save it. Like that's I'll what I say hope. This I would love. Stop making me realize that it's not that good of a game. I love that game. I will love to. I would. I would love to have gotten what it was supposed to be when they showed the original trailer. Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen. When Noctis was gray haired with red eyes. Do you remember that? Yeah, that He's was sitting on the throne. Fucking, Thirteen or no? It was supposed to be called Final Fantasy versus Thirteen. Yes, because it was Crystal Fabula Nova Crystal Chronicles. Crystallis, yeah, Crystallis, they, want, they wanted to blend it into 13's thirteen. Thirteen was going to be five games or something like that, which thirteen is terrible. Except for thirteen three. No, no, I just mean the game thirteen is yeah. terrible. Yeah, it is. Fifteen shits on thirteen because 15's it's goofy in a lot of ways, but it it was a solid game. Like it plays okay, you know, like it's. They didn't really stick to either way. Like they wanted to be an RPG, like you know, kind of a Final Fantasy, but also with more action. Yeah, there's just there's some things that are just wrong with it. Like some stuff, like the magic is kind of weird. I'm not, I'm not going to say the I magic. Put forty hours into it at least, so I Don't, did have enough fun. I think I put almost two hundred in that bitch. I remember really enjoying uh, Chocobos in that game. Chocobos were pretty. They, there was Chocobo racing, which is pretty. No, I would There's rent them, and I would have racing. a pink one for Noctis, and then like give each other like I'd give everyone else like a cool looking one. So it's just my goofy ass on a pink one, everyone else on oh, the black one. I like pink. No, um, no, I just mean it. Just you know, I would have fun with the colors and like the music is good. Uh, I also know that I had a a ball with the fishing. The fishing yeah, for really me, I love the fishing. I think that might be the fishing might be twenty percent of why I like the game because <laughs> I really, really, really love the fishing in that game. Graphically, uh, it's it's beautiful, and too. also that too. Yeah, you know, it, it was a great game to spend time with. I remember loving getting the soundtracks and yeah, just you riding buy the, around by the retro soundtracks. Just riding around, I would spin the camera around all cinematically, listening to a soundtrack. Like, yeah, I would set it to where they would drive, like in a. I would find like a ro- like a route that would just uh, repeat. Yeah, and then. Uh, just put on one of the dope soundtracks yeah. and just do something else. Because eventually you get a perk, which you get experience for driving. It was fucking nothing. You yeah, get like yeah. 30 experience every fucking two minutes. Yeah. But um, I would just leave it and leave it. But then when it turns nighttime, you'd get stopped. Yeah. And then also with uh, 
See, you don't know this. At the end of the game, man, you don't care, right? No. At the end of the game, there's like a big time jump. Yeah, it's like five years or something like that, right? More. It's probably like a 20-year time jump. And you come back to the world, and it's overrun by demons and monsters, and it's dark world now. But what happens? What? Why do you get stuck in a time jump? That's a fucking spoiler, man. I mean, who cares? The game's been out five years. Um... I don't really know how to describe it because the game doesn't really tell you what's happening. <laughs> you get tr- like b- fucking Bahamut shows up and you get stuck in a crystal and then you come out of the crystal and then like this kid who was a little kid, it's probably a 10, 15 Oh, is time it the jump. kid from the when beginning When you give the all the little toys to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he shows up and picks you up and he drives you back to meet your boys and you're all like older, you have beards yeah. and shit. And you see that there's monsters now. There's more hell walls or devil walls and shit. And there's monsters. And then it's the the world's not open anymore. You can't go out into yeah, the hell yeah, yeah. open but world. But you can time travel and do that. You can time travel to the past. Or you go into the final city, which has a bunch of dope enemies. Like Nagas. Mm. And I forgot what those things are called. Nurgles. Nurgals. Nagas. Uh, and apparently in the elite... Elite Royal Edition, they expand that that city. Okay. So there's more like elite, sick, crazy monsters. So I want to go back, but I'm a little bit hesitant to take my 200-hour file and mm-hmm. go back into that because that's kind of cheating and I'm not going to remember. So I'm thinking, fuck, do I start from scratch yeah. and go into Royal mode when I wasn't even done with the whole game 200 hours in on vanilla? One more thing I dislike just before we get off it. The armors and stuff like you could only get like five or six different looks. Like you could get armor, I believe that upgraded stuff. Oh, but that's but you didn't play for a while. They added more shit. No, I know, but you like got Power Ranger suits. No, but I want like I want to be able to oh change your gear. Yeah, to change my gear. No, this I miss was more that costumes. Stuff. Yeah, it was like you had like your 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 royal suit, your royal suit without the jacket, your yeah. combat suit, your combat suit without the jacket. You had your fast food. Um, your fucking fast food outfit. Why? Mm-hmm. You have your Power Ranger suit, which gives you, I think, sixty seconds of invulnerability once per day. Mm-hmm. And then there might be more. Your but Assassin's that's what I'm Creed. saying. Like, I I don't like when RPGs take the RPG out of shit. Like where they like go like, we don't want you to have to worry about armor. It's like, no, I want to worry about armor. I yeah. want to sit and pick through. I want to wear a I want to wear a goofy helmet because it, the stats are better than the rest of them. I want to go like. This helmet technically says it does more damage, but it has a magicka bonus that gives me, you know, and I'm playing like I'm playing him as a caster this time. You know, yeah. I want to do that stuff. Where I'm, I'm like, playing a thief, so I need more crit than I need damage. Yes. Let me wear this too. Like I'm going to forego this 5% damage bonus for a 15 agility bonus, which gives me an attack speed that's going to, you know, like. I'm trying to think what does have that. That's probably accessories maybe, but I got to go back into the game. And the problem is my install's down. Because the install for the complete... I have everything that game has to offer. I bought yeah. every piece of DLC. And Royal Edition has it all. Uh, oh, no, but there's other... No, I mean, DLCs, I don't think yeah. I bought all the car wraps. But uh, it's like over 100 gigs. Mm-hmm. It's, I have like 120 gigs. Same thing, Final Fantasy VII Remake is Midgar. minimum... Midgar is minimum 100 gigs. Yes, which is insane. Which tells you, I mean, hopefully that means that they're doing... They're going to make it meaty, but I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm cautiously pessimistic about Final Fantasy VII Remake. People are saying, like Dreamcast I'm guy, in. who I love, he's a huge Final Fantasy fan, and he said he played 
the hacked uh, the the leaked version of it, and he said it's great. He said he loves it. Yeah, but it's like Final Fantasy fifteen. It's great when you're fighting low level enemies, but what happens when I'm fighting a giant behemoth yes. boss? And I'm finally realizing, oh, I can just exploit potions and and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Phoenix Downs. I don't I don't know how to balance it. You can't you can't turn Seven's battle system into a live action Devil May Cry, dude. No. And they're trying to show us that you can do both. You can play Devil May Cry or you can pause and, and do which means to me neither's gonna be good. Like yeah. neither's gonna be perfect. Where it's like if you Is it just, an interactive movie? Fuck you then, dude. Yeah. If you had just made it turn based again, we'd all be happy. Some newer players might not be, but this isn't a you're not trying to yeah. get new or players. Do like the SMT or the Persona thing. Make it uh like, you know, you walk around, you see your enemy, and then you have to strike them before yeah. then the battle system comes up into play. Like I don't know. I, like, I want live action, but you can't you can't balance a live action battle system with a turn based battle system you know and why? have them both worth together. This is why summons suck in fifteen and in twelve. Because once you go live action, it doesn't make sense. Like like and then think of limit breaks. Like what what is gonna make you want to use a limit break versus any other time? Because if you're just running around in the world and you have your limit break meter full, you would save it, right? Whereas in seven, if you got one, you're like, Well, I gotta use it because Oh, I'm an idiot. I would save that shit for bosses. Could you save them? Just don't use it. Oh, I didn't know you could. Yeah, you just don't use the shit. I guess that makes sense. Or if you buy or if you have seven on the PS4, you can turn it on to unlimited. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, anyways, it just none of that stuff makes sense in a lie like in a action game where you're like that's why Dark Souls doesn't have epic Supers. special moves. Like you do have like weapon arts and things like that, but they're they're situational. Barely. Dark Souls three has weapon yeah. arts, but no one uses them. Exactly. Who actually uses like the axe buff? No one so, remembers. PvP they're good a lot of times because you can catch people. It's like yeah, roll catching and stuff. But yeah, I don't either. I but. use my mana for my spells. Yeah, my fireballs. But that's what I mean. Like. That's why there's not a limit break in Dark Souls because it's would make no sense. Like, you would just be in a fight and then you'd be like, "Well, let me stop doing what I'm doing to do a wicked spin move that is going to make me invulnerable." Like, you can't balance it. It yeah. wouldn't make sense because that wicked spin move with like the double scimitars, you're going to get hit out of it and yeah. die. Yeah. I don't know, I don't man. Know. We'll see. I mean, I'm going to get it. I have it pre-ordered already. I didn't get a special edition or anything. Like, I was like, I'm not. I'm just not. I I don't want to give Square that much money. Yeah, because I'm kind of mad at them. I mean, I even saw they they had a pre order for the, the motorcycle edition. No, no, the record, the vinyl record. Oh, yeah. it, it's a it's a double LP, but they want ninety dollars for two records. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, asshole. This is a cash grab for sure. I mean, it's not in that they made a whole new game, but it's a cash grab in that they're like four versions no, of it, made a and whole one is four hundred dollars and. I'm wondering if they're even going to get to the end of it. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Because I think if they're going to get to the final game to complete this shit, on PS6. it's, it's going to take them 10 years to yes. do this. It's taken them, what, seven years now to do... When did they... And remember, less than six months ago, didn't they switch to a, take it away yes. from Cry uh, Crystal Dynamics yes. and give it to someone else again? Yes. I don't what know. What have man. they done, dude? How That's dare what you? Saying. What did you do? Up until a year ago, it was going to be the whole game, and then they decided it's chapter one is Midgar. And if it's only, they've only done, I mean, let's give them the benefit of the doubt, and they've polished Midgar and finished Midgar, and they've been working on other, you know, the rest of it. But like, we've, I, I want to say it's been like five years at the very least of development on this. I think, yeah, probably around there. I think it's at least. The craziest thing to me is if you had just 
you have the story, you have all of the coding for you know, like I'm sure. I mean, I don't know how it translates, you know, because I'm not a programmer. Because yeah, it's yeah, they'd have to rebuild the world, man. It's like it's not that easy to just go frame by frame. Yeah. I mean, they really could have just done that and said, you know what, we're gonna do, we're gonna repaint every background. Actually, that's such a blueprint. That's what I mean. Repaint every background and just throw new character and put models, new models, and just make the game again. But people want to have the fucking. They want the 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 to use the camera. Yeah, and we want this new shit. I mean, you say that, but then Final Fantasy twelve remake did great. Final Fantasy eight remaster did great. You know, like yeah, they, but those games were were good though. Seven was good too, but I don't think they can get away with just reskinning it. Seven's just overhyped is the problem. Like, not that, and I don't mean that it's They're not probably a great thinking that. Game. They're probably thinking we should have just reskinned it. But I don't think Seven is as good as the world gives it credit for. Do you know what I mean? I think objectively, Nine is a better game. I think. I hear that a lot. I think objectively, Eight is a better game. I hated Eight when it came out. I don't hear that a lot. I think Eight is objectively a better story. I, I don't even think objectively. I think. I would say objectively, but I think personally it is a better story. It's a more well-told, more coherent story, and that's hard to say because eight is also wacky. But yeah, because Sephiroth is basically just trying to damage the planet, so the planet tries to heal itself using Mako, so he can steal the Mako. To so then summon his mom back, who's Jenova. Yeah, he's just basically trying Genova. to like Jenova. But Genova's dead. No, I don't even know. What is even Cloud? Remember, he's like a guy that then he thinks he's Zack, but then he's not Zack. Yeah, he's a guy that wasn't... He's not the hero he thought he was. Zack was the true hero. He was friends with Zack. Zack died, so he stole his identity. And Zack was Eris' boyfriend? I don't know, dude. I don't know, because I haven't even beat it. I've Twice I've gone to my friend told me, he's like, dude, you're like an hour away from beating the game, and I had no idea. I've never actually beat it. It's just, that game is bloated, it's incoherent. It's definitely bloated. It's incoherent. Like the part where Cloud loses his memory and he's just saying, Makos, Makos, yeah. what number am I? <laughs> like that's like, th- that's so, you're not like, you're halfway through the game, but you're like 40 hours in and you're like, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like Xenogears, where Xenogears was 80 to 100 hours. But that game was, le- I mean, it's incoherent too in terms of like, I don't even know. I, I played 40 hours of Xenogears and I can't tell you shit about that exactly, game. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. JRPGs are generally incoherent. That's why I'm saying Nine is an objectively better game because you can it tells it. a straightforward story. Like bad guy is this guy, good guys are these guys. This is what you want to do. Yeah, there's like a weird problem. thing where the end boss is like Ozma or whatever his name is, uh, and he's like this big sphere of swirling colors that you after you yeah. kill the main boss. Like they did that thing where they were like, surprise, one more guy. I guess they do, man. Maybe they just have a better storytelling or more nuance because even 10 is weird. Yeah. 10 is very strange. Yeah. Even if you think Jacked and then like the new Jacked gets replaced by whoever defeats the Jacked and then, I mean, no, the, the Sin, sin yeah. gets replaced. Like, is Jacked defeated Sin? That's why he's the new Sin. And then, but wait, who just defeated him? And then and it's then, the little orb thing at the end. And the, then Tidus is a ghost who goes yeah. away. Like, that's Orin, actually really sad. The whole time Orin was dead. Yeah. When Yuna's doing her spells, you can always see Orin in the background. He's holding himself. And he's like yeah. clutching himself because they don't realize when they go into like uh, any of the churches or whatever, Orin always stays outside. Yeah. It's crazy, he's not man. From, he's dead and he's not from that world. Yeah. And then 12 is just politics. Yeah. And then fucking 15 is just like... 
Dude, 12? What is going on? 12 is so good gameplay-wise. Like, I love that game. But, man, it gets wacky at the end. I have no idea. I'm, st- I'm still... Dude, like, I've never gotten far in 12. Homeboy's brother? Like, the don't little kid? Don't do too much spoil. No, no, no. Don't well, spoil, like, the end. You know the who game. the ba- the boss is. Bosh. The, the, the bad guy. Not- Bosh's brother. No, not Balthier's brother. Oh, well... No, Bosh is... No. No, no, the... the the Balthier, his twin. No, the no, no, no. Don't tell me. No, the the little kid whose brother is the guy doing all the politics. The guy with Laguna, or no, not Laguna. The guy with the long black hair. The little kid. I, okay. His brother. He's the he's the boss. Like he's oh, the bad okay, guy. Okay, he's yeah, always yeah. been the bad guy. Okay, good. Yeah. But he goes like Super Saiyan, and it's so dumb. But I mean, they they kind of <laughs> tell you how it's the okay. the um. What are the crystals that they use in that? They're like it's. It's this, always a fucking crystal. It's like their version of Mako energy, and this oh, one okay. is like. The, remember they're they're called the per the the perfect <laughs> or the prist I don't know. There's like the crystals, and then there's a magic magicite. Magicite. The un something magicite is like uncorrupted. Yeah, something like that. Where they're using that to do something to make stronger mist and magic and all that stuff. He like can use that and he gets strong. Like people do it. Yeah. But it's like they had a perfect way. Is just have the judges be the bad guys. They were cool as fuck. Like you fight them, but like they don't really end up being anything except for Balthier's dad is one, and you're like, oh yeah. shit. Yeah, man. Then you get to fifteen, and then it's just like, what is happening? Well, fifteen, you can tell they had no idea. They had fifteen no... has a story that makes sense, but then you're just like, who is Arden and why? Yeah, he's just a creepy dude, and he's not even that bad. Always he shows up, do anything. Yeah, he, he well, just he does later. I know he does. He kills somebody. Kind of. He kills his dad, right? Knocks his dad. No, he. I, oh, he kills the girl. I think indirectly. Yeah, and then the dogs are like, "No, but she's in heaven." And then you go be in heaven. I don't know, dude. It's fucking. All I know is like when it ended, I did weep, and it was nice. And then the the, it. it I guess maybe this has always been a thing about Final Fantasy: is when it's done, you don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah, literally by the end of a lot of them, like I'm trying to think of one that I can really clearly define two. the ending. <laughs> Japanese four. That one's easy. Well, that's a Nintendo game. A Super Nintendo. Two? Oh, four. So four. American two is Japanese four. Okay. SNES game. That's when we go to the moon. And then, like, I mean, it has its own convolutions. But, like, you were originally a Dark Knight. Who then you turn into a paladin because you realize you're working for the evil empire. You then become a good guy. You go kill your old boss who's now in the moon trying to destroy the world with the moon or something crazy but it's like it makes sense like you're like okay these characters have a trajectory six is wild with kefka yeah yeah i can only imagine it gets wild there's a part where you fight kefka and he's just a tower of like body parts until you get to the top and then he's like this weird and you have to fight all the way up like there's like stages it's weird it's so strange these people are crazy but hey man that's why we have we love them but that's why like suikoden those games are great those are politics, and it's yeah. like you are trying to stop a war, so you get these stars of destiny because they all have different powers that you're going to use in your army, kind of, to stop this other guy who has one of those stars, usually, or something like that. Easy. Sweeken in three is really good. It's a three way story, and you you like you merge in between PS2, them. Two, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. JRPGs are weird. Yeah, man, I try. But, I but guess, seven, you know, we'll see. That's we'll in see April. what seven's like. I'm still looking forward to getting my my PS4 Pro and then jumping back into 15 and seeing if it's worth it. I I, I got to see like if I can polish the, the, the combat. Maybe I was doing it You're wrong. You're literally the only person I know who liked. It. I know. Me too. 
And not to say that in a judgmental way. That's okay. You're just the only person like, I played it and I was like, I can't. I Maybe can't. I'm just a simp and a plebeian. I don't know. No. I really liked when I played it. Maybe it was you a time. Loved it I loved it, you loved it, dude. It, though. Yeah. Like, you were like, how dare you not play it? Because I had it and I was like, I got because there's ago. really cool stuff in it also the whole food thing i love food and there's the whole recipe i found a new recipe like I, all that whole yeah, and then thing it's cup noodles it. everywhere and you're like okay no that was just for one mission no they're in every city there's posters that's what i'm saying like everything is cup yeah, noodle. yeah dog get some you don't eat cup noodle i eat cup noodle no they're like uh we've been making this game for 10 years we need money that's okay i'm okay with that i don't I'm know because i'm like make the game and finish it I don't know, man. But 13 is definitely the worst Final Fantasy game. Uh, 13, hands down, is the worst. It looks so good. But it it's, did. But it's... And it, the combat and, system was cool. Like, switching the, between the three modes was cool. But, like, the story the is one shifting. of the worst. It that was, one... That was the most confusing. Lissy, Falsy, I'm a Thing, that becomes Ragnarok. Like, and now all I'm this a crystal. shit is so stupid. My girlfriend's trapped in a crystal. Yeah. Yeah, that game was strange, and it was literally a corridor. Yeah, until the very end. Until you beat it. Until the very end, and then they expect you to go into the open world you have no connection to, to grind out to get to the end. Because that's I always say this, but I finally I like put it down for a while, and I was like one mission away from like you know one area away from the open world, and I knew that meant I was near the end because you go to the open world and you're at the last mission, like the main mission of the game. So I was like, no, I'm going to go directly there and beat the game. You have to grind. I was literally 30 levels under leveled, and I was locked in. I couldn't leave. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, no. I took it out. I was like, I'm never playing this game again. Yeah, Same thing I I did with uh, Far Cry 5. Remember I told you I got to the dog chase fight, and I was like, oh, I'm never playing this. Like, you have to do it. You don't have to do it at the time I did it. But at some point, you have to do that part because you have to clear each map. Each section of the map is a boss, like a person in this family. And I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do this because the the flight controls were so bad. Like, you're in this slow-ass plane, and you have to, like, try and turn around. And, like, you know when you're airplane, you're like... Yeah. And you're trying to shoot down this airplane that's three times faster than you. And yeah, it gets behind happen. you every time and shoots you. And, like... You try to do an upside down flip to like get behind them and they're just faster. So they just constantly I, I tried it five times and I was like, I'm either gonna break the disc or take it out and never play it. And I was like, I'm just gonna take it out and never play it. Yeah. I mean that's yeah, that's what I heard about Final Fantasy thirteen is it's a forty hour campaign and it's a, basically the first forty hours is a tutorial. Yep. Then you beat the last boss and then the game opens up and you can play the game now. Yeah, and then you get hunts and you get to do all the stuff. Because like I the, remember being 30-something hours in and still getting tutorials. Being, Here's how to use a Sentinel. And I'm like, I've been playing this for two yeah. weeks. Why are you still and showing me? And then being 35 hours in and being like, I've made one right turn to get a chest. Or yeah. I've done, you know, there's like two hallways in every map that I go down to get a chest. It looked great and it was cool, but nah, man. It was done, and they made three of them. I know, what a waste! And, and then they, and they really make the third tried one. To make lightning cool, and the, like, the third one they finally make it cool, but they put a time limit on every every yeah. level. So Ugh. they're like, "Hey, you, you, you like this new combat shit we made? Cool. By the way, you only have fifteen minutes to play the stage, or you fail. Like, take the time limit off, man. Yeah, 
Give me a score-based thing instead. Or just let me play the fucking game. Or just let me play the game. They really tried to make Lightning cool, and she was a cool design. Zero but character. she had no personality. She was yeah. a flat character. Snow, too. All of the characters. Except for Hope, who was a whiny little bitch, and you're like, I hope you die. That's what <laughs> I hope. And then, like, cliche token Eddie Murphy guy. I did like Americanized. Because they made him Zazz freaking Americanized, buddy. They made, like, a, the cliche. Japanese always love the cliche black guy with the afro. Like, yeah. they always do it. Like, and it's, it's not that it's easy to write that, but of course they made him, like, have the personality and be yeah. goofy. Which is kind of like, okay, you're going to make all your characters stoic and, and shit. Dude, lightning. A stoic? Cloud is like the only stoic character. Like, Squall was even stoic, but then he learns that he's an asshole. Like, there's a growth to him. Cloud never learns it. Like, he never well, breaks Cloud out never of it. Cloud never speaks. Well, yeah, he's a silent protagonist, which is another whole thing of Japanese culture. but Or, you know, JRPGs, but I don't know. Like, lightning, I could not have given a fuck less about. Like they try to humanize her by one of the characters being her sister. Yeah, still doesn't work. Yeah, no, because uh, somebody was smash fucking her <laughs> until true. she turned into a crystal. Yeah, Snow and put she, a yeah, Snow, Snow put a beanie on yeah, and Snow, a beanie on his dick. <laughs> yeah, and she and she looked like she was fucking eleven. Yeah, it was <laughs> creepy. Anyways, that was your deep dive into Final Fantasies. Yeah, that was your deep. deep hey, look, deep fake dive. It's it's time to be done, and it's we did two and a half hours, so. Okay. You can always rely on us to have... Yeah, man. We talked some shit. Sorry for no... like We didn't have any funny stories or anything, but we talked, you talked no, about we stuff. stuff. Talked a lot Alrighty. about porn, but you know, porn's great. I know. I feel bad. That first 15, 20 minutes, they got to get through that fucking hentai lump. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. They're nerds. They know what hentai is. Oh, gosh. We've all been things, there, uh, dude. You remember yeah. the days of Blockbuster when you would just pick up an anime movie? You're like, at the time, you'd call it Japanimation. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it was like the night, and I'm saying you, I mean me, you know, it's the yeah, 90s. Yeah, I remember you'd be like, shit. I love Japanimation, dude. And then, <laughs> and then you fucking go pick up some shit. You're like, robots, hell yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's a <laughs> robot that to link with the human driver has to fuck them with like a tentacle. And you're like, what? I just thought <laughs> like, you know, and it, like I'm like 12 and I'm like, but I just wanted like robots that did karate. That just sounded cool. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing Demon City and just thinking, horror movie, and then there's a fucking vagina with teeth in it. I think, was it a really dark anime? Yeah, yeah that's the one end, with the spider lady with the pussy. Yes, I remember I had that on DVD, and I took it to uh, friends of mine at the time. We were like 19 or 20, and we're watching it, and it's like an anime. Yeah. And by the end of it, like the monster is like a vagina. Like there's like a pussy with teeth yeah, and yeah. tentacles coming out of it, and I remember they were like all laughing and acting all immature, saying how much of a creep I was. And at that time, I even understood, okay, I get it, but it's anime and they do this. Yeah, like what are you guys? Dude, I remember acting so weirded out about. We like Alien. I remember Demon City getting it, thinking like horror movie, hell yeah, and being like, oh, there's a lot of pussies in this, and dicks and like tentacle dicks. I thought like horror anime, but bruh. I remember Ninja Scroll fucking my shit. Ninja Scroll up. was crazy, dog. Stone Buddy. Bro. Stone Buddy, yeah. Just even the beginning scene where he throws his uh, onigiri in the air and kills everybody. Yeah, D- uh, Ninja Scroll was next. I think Ninja Scroll might have been everyone's next level. Oh, yeah. Ninja Scroll is the one that everyone at the time, because this is at a time where we weren't getting a lot of anime here. You mm-hmm. know, like we had Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, just Dragon Ball at the time. Like I would watch that every day. I'd watch both, but they yeah. were dubbed, and I hated it because like I didn't like the voices that they picked. But then Ninja Scroll, you would rent it, 
and it would fuck you up. It showed you how you cool anime nuts, could be. Dude. Yeah. You know, that makes me think that I want to... What was his name? Jubei? Jubei Yagyu. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me think that I want to rewatch Akira. I haven't seen Akira in probably 20 Akira's years. another one that you'd watch it. And again, Akira's very Final Fantasy confusing. Like, you're like... That last 20 minutes, I have no idea yeah. what the fuck happened, but the coolest shit I've ever seen was on screen. That's why I want to watch I almost want to watch it like in like three quarter speed because it's all hand animated. What's funny is it's called Akira and but it's I, about Tetsuo. And you don't see Akira. I think you see Akira for a second, like the little kid. Yeah, it's about Tetsuo. It's about so Tetsuo strange. And Kaneda. Yeah, Kaneda. So strange. Yeah. Yeah, man. But well, it's one of the coolest looking. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see a four-second gif of that every now and then. Yeah, of his arm exploding. No, of just the car driving through the streetlights, and I'm like, I gotta watch that again. Or the just their motorcycles, like that shit was cool. And like, it's such a cool dystopian world with like the clown gangs, all the different gangs. It's very eighties. Yeah, I definitely want to see. I mean, I should probably just pick up a Blu-ray. It's worth it. Ninja Scroll again. I watched it for anime porn. We reviewed it. And it's not as like the story yeah, doesn't I think really I watched hold it up. Too. We were all oh together. yeah, yeah, we all watched. I was it. like fucking. Four and we years, were like four years ago. We were like kind of sad that the story kind of sucked. Like it's it's kind of lame. Mean, it's a little bit monster of the week. It's just you know he's just hunting down Jubei. No, it's Jubei hunting down the Buddy. the the guy who's sending the assassins after him. If I remember correctly, but they like almost rape one girl and he saves her and then like that's I, I don't even really remember, but. It's so fucking cool looking. Yeah. That's a lot of anime though. Like Evangelion. Oh, I, I've never watched it. I need to watch it. It's another one First that all, I know. Evangelion is amazing, but the main character, I've never wanted someone to die more than him. <laughs> Shinji is the least likable main character of any anime. Of I've never all time. seen it, so don't tell me. Well, he's just a kid. Well, who, don't tell me like if he dies or anything. No, no, no. He's just a kid who gets a fucking giant robot from a dad who abandoned him, basically, and he hates his dad, so he hates his robot. Like, he doesn't oh. want it. And I'm like, I don't care if my dad... My dad died, you know, 14 years ago. If he showed up and wasn't dead this whole time and was just pretending but gave me a giant robot, I'd be like, that's, that's real shitty. Yeah. I'm about to take this giant robot. Fuck yeah, man. Never turned down a giant robot. And oh. the whole time, he's just mad. Like, he doesn't want to pilot it. And the thing is, it's like to sync with them like you needs a special you have to be a young person like it takes a youthful brain or whatever and like his dad created him so he's like the perfect person to sync with them and it's the coolest shit ever and he doesn't want to do it yeah i need to see that too I just... that shit the art in that is in fucking credible no i definitely know that we need we need a game from that i know there was one on n64 but it was trash well, the cool thing about Evangelion is these robots have umbilical cords that like feed them power and they can't go too far. They're like, you know, because they're giant. And so the umbilical cord things are fucking gigantic and like they can only make them so big. So they can't oh, they go have that a, far. Oh, they have a ball and chain when they fight? They yeah. don't, they're not free to roam? No. Well, oh. well, okay. So they're fighting these things called angels. That's they're in these They're these random monsters that fly down from space basically to destroy the world and so they've been it's been happening and it's very it's very christian religion yeah i know themed. that it's all it's it's like uh what was the game you were talking about before xenogears it's all yeah. religion shit well there's like the lance of longinus is in it which is the lance that's this, pier, jesus pierced, and this yeah. side but anyways it's fucking crazy 
And yeah. there's a moment, which I won't say anything about, but when you watch, because it's all on Netflix now. It's on Netflix with yes. dubs? Yes. Oh, shit. Watch it. Watch it tonight. Yeah. There's a part. And when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Because it's where you kind of understand some of what's going on. And it has to do with the robot. It'll fuck. It's one of the coolest things ever. Okay, cool. Even though Shinji sucks. Okay. All of the rest of the pilots are fucking awesome, though. Awesome. Yeah, I need to watch that. I mean, I've also known that I have to watch like Gundam, but Gundam's always been kind of boring. Nah, it's, been hard, it's been hard for me to get into. Gundam Seed was good. There's a couple of Gundam series that are good, but a lot of them are just cheesy bullshit. But then there's some where they're like, because like a lot of Gundam is kids being forced into war and giant robots and dying. So like there's a couple of uh, series that tackle it and it's cool, you know? Okay. You know, it's a really good one. Outlaw Star. I've heard that too. Great. There's a bunch of shit I never watched, dude. I never watched... Uh, what about Cowboy Bebop? Never watched Cowboy Bebop. Ooh, that's great. Never watched Trigun. Samurai uh, Shampoo? Yeah, that's okay. I'm all right. It's still a little too hip-hop for me. Well, it's the guy that made Cowboy Bebop, so all of I mean, the... I watched Shampoo when it came out. It was cool, but it was a little too... I mean, it is good. I'm sure if I watch mm-hmm. it now, I'd be like, this is amazing, but it's not my palette. Yeah. It's a little too, like, hip what is it's it's a little weird because they're like breakdance fighting and like yeah I mean that stuff is cool like Afro Samurai is cool but I'm not interested in watching it FLCL is cool but I'm not really into watching listen, it listen Fully Cooly is cool but it makes no fucking sense it's not good yeah, it's a not lot a good of those story anime. it's very cool looking it's not a good story because yeah. it makes absolute zero sense and I it's fine I'm sure there there's weebs out there and I mean that in the best way because I'm a fucking weeb. Like, I'm sure there's people that are super fans that understand it. But, like, I watched it, the original series, and I was like, no fucking clue what happened. But it was so yeah. cool looking. Yeah, it's cool looking. It's just such good art. You know, a lot of times the art is so good in these series. Yeah, and I have a different, like, like a lot of stuff that people do really, really love, like, for me, like, doesn't really hit. Like, I don't care for, like, cool, hip, skateboardy, uh, trendy, fun. I don't really like when people have a good time, so I don't really, like... Like fun shit. I'd more like, like I said before, like the parts of Akira that make me want to watch it, or when I see like the car driving and the way the street lights are like animated. Yeah. I'm like, how many yeah. frames did that take? I don't really care about um, what's his name, Mugen doing break dancing moves and yeah. Samurai Champloo. Even though I used one of the Samurai Champloo songs on uh, on uh, my, uh, if you go to my SoundCloud and listen to. Ritual. I did a horrorcore hip hop song about fucking demon possession over a, a Suchi song from Samurai Champloo called Sneak Chamber. Man. So I do like it. It's just not my shit. If I'm going to watch something now, it's probably going to be something like Evangelion or. You know what I never watched was Roruni Kenshin. I never watched that either. I'm trying to think of the one that looks really good Jin Ro with the soldier buddies, with the red eyes. Mm, I'm not That it. I want to see too. I've seen some of it. Well, I do have an email. Yeah, we got real weaved out this last hour. But I got to go to bed soon. So yeah. I'm going to read this. It's from oh, Anchor, Anchor email. Gajar. <laughs> I like his name is Blue Steel on Gmail. It's cool. Um, Joker question for the podcast. So multiple que- uh, hi, guys. Multiple questions in this paragraph for you, to, uh, for you to discuss on the podcast. Everyone hates Jared Letter's Joker compared to all the other Joker incarnations we've gotten. I personally think Mark Hamill is the best Joker overall, even though it's an animation portrayal. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker was good, 
Nothing against him. However, I think because he passed away, that made his portrayal of the Joker godlike. Even if he didn't die, his Joker would have been amazing, but because he did, it gave the portrayal a different view that was unlike any other. I think Jared Leto could have done an amazing job if he had uh, had more than 10 minutes of screen time. I don't see how his portrayal of the Joker could have done justice uh, since he barely had screen time in a two-hour film filled with so many characters. Yes, everyone disliked his Joker, but the man didn't have enough screen time to flesh out his character, so it's unfair for him to get all the flack. Maybe if it was just a Joker and Harley Quinn movie, uh, he could have done something uh, that was more special. What do you guys think? P.S. Wait, sorry, I'm on my glass on. Call me Kylie. It's my Chick-fil-A name. All right, Kylie. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do understand that. I mean, I think we, we did at one point say, like, you know, instead of this. Oh, as actually somebody, uh, one of, I won't say who. One of our listeners uh, did message me, DM me, and said Aaron's lying. Uh, Birds of Play was super panderous. Uh, which no, but then but wait, listen. I'm sure it was not, but I did go online and look, and I found both sides. But I did find a lot of people saying, "Yeah, it was pandery." I'm more interested in the egg sandwich you didn't bring up, but why? Because it looks great. Yeah, a duck egg sandwich. Uh, Babish did a video on it. Um, so I think yes, I would have uh, instead of wasting time with Birds of Prey, which is waste. No, no I, he's talking about Suicide Squad. He's not even in. Oh, you mean instead of making Birds of Prey, like do well, a Harley we, we, Joker? We said it before. A Harley Joker thing would have been fine. And I see that he's trying to give Ledger, and no, I'm sorry, Leto. Leto a chance. But even with the little bit of time that we got, his laugh was terrible. Yes. It was really bad. I think the biggest issue I had was the design. The design was bad. You know, I could have done with the design without the grill or the face tattoos. Zero tattoos. You know what? Zero tattoos and the grill. Get yes. out of here. I'd be okay. I'd be fine with like a modern mobster buddy. Yeah. Like stylish Joker who yeah. like, even if he's like shirtless like he was, like with just his leather jacket, like his pleather purple jacket. Yeah. If the he's like a modern gangster, I'm okay with it, but it's the tattoos that well, the it. damaged and the hand tattoo, but honestly, you're la- the to land Joker, you gotta land the laugh, and his laugh was I don't remember the how worst. It, sounded. it was like ah ah ah. Oh ah, yeah. Ah. It was literally and, like that. He didn't even have any breath behind it. It was like ah ah. And you know what's ah. funny? It's like it's gotta be tough. There's gotta be pressure, right? Like to figure out your laugh for Joker, but. Just do a crazy guy laugh. No, but also, Jared Leto has been an actor his entire no, life. No, I know, and he's This messing. is his craft. I know that, but I mean, just think Once of the pressure. Once he lands the laugh, he can repeat it forever. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, when you do something vocally as your job or as a craft, once you get it, you, it's, you have it in the bag, you're done. Yeah. You can pull it out. Crying is one thing that's a little difficult, but something like that, like a note you have to hit or something like that. I know laughter can be difficult, especially for like, like, because the reason why I bring up crying is because it's the only thing I can think of that's close enough to laughter to try to uh, emulate naturally. Mm -hmm. Because like really showing two friends laughing, cracking up, that's hard to get. Yeah. You probably have to film two actors joking with each other for 30 minutes to get yeah. the nice seven seconds of them genuinely laughing. But I, I, I don't 
I think it was doomed from yeah from design from the forward. first image. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm out. Yep, gold grill, the grill and the face the tattoos, face tattoos, and then like the the focus on how ripped he was. Yeah, it's like cool. You can be ripped. But like the focus on like sexy GQ shots, and it's like, look, this isn't what this is about right now. The biggest problem too is he's supposed to be kind of a mess. Yes, well, and this uh, guy's clearly in the gym six hours a day. He, yeah, I mean, first of all, Joker would never work out. Like, never. He, Skinny's one thing, like being emancipated. No, this guy had pecs. Emancipated, ema- ema- emaciated, emaciated is one thing. That would be what Joker is. He wouldn't have time. He wouldn't think about eating. He'd be fucking killing. Which is why he's yeah. always lanky yeah. as fuck. But ripped, no. The thing is, Ledger's Joker is perfect, and, and and I don't think he's the perfect Joker per se, but just it's the perfect portrayal for that world, that Batman world. Yeah, he's like I see pure what chaos. Uh, Kyrie or Kylie did here to try to take that from him. Like, oh, he died, so everybody no. says it's the best. I wanted to hate him. I wanted to hate that. Everybody portrayal. wanted to hate him. We all made fun of oh, yes. fucking ten things I hate about me. Dude. It's uh, it's an undeniable performance capturing, and I I get it because everyone is saying this. Yeah, and I'm the biggest contrarian that is yeah. around, dude. And same, everyone I mean, everyone way. thinks that they're so. Oh, everyone thinks they're such a fucking genius and understands psychology. Like, bro, this girl at my job, who I, I'm not getting into it, but yeah. she's a complete idiot who knows nothing about psychology due to mm. like her completely open in the air. Uh, train wreck business going yeah. on her relationship damage was going on and uh come to find out she's like got a degree in psychology and i'm like you're a complete fucking idiot who's getting being run through the ringer by completely simple completely simple like psychological like regular relationship shit so everyone thinks they're so smart so obviously like you know everyone thinks they understand this joker is so deep no, man, for real, the Ledger's Joker is on some next-level shit, man. Yeah, because he created, like, he's method. So he went into, a, you know, his little hotel room, stayed there for three months, and created that person. And that's why you don't need his backstory. Because Ledger has it. You know, the, the actor had it. Remember, it he exists. took it from Tom Waits. No, no, what I mean is, like, in his mind, that character is a person. Yeah. So it and feels real. Leto tried to do it. But, but he work. tried to do it like, I'm going to mail you a dead pig, and I'm yeah. going to send you a used condom, and I'm going to be a prankster. It's like you didn't. No. The, the thing with Lito is, if, if I forgot what it's called, but his band had a documentary on Netflix where they were having like a hard time releasing a record. Oh, God. They put out this fucking dope, incredible documentary of them struggling. Yeah. And you get to see how, quote unquote, hard his life as an artist is. We're having so much trouble. <laughs> he, that guy has probably one of the coolest lives anyone really knows. Uh, he's he, one of the best looking people to have ever existed. He, he has so, so much Hollywood money. And then his band is actually, it's not my dig, but Mm-mm. his band is good. Oh, they're good, yeah. That you know what's funny is he's been hot in three decades now. He was hot in the '90s when my so-called life came out. <sighs> Girls, you know, my sister was obsessed with him. You know, he has a cult. Yes, he has a cult where he takes cult members to an island and they all wear white and he fucks them. <laughs> he has a cult, dude. <laughs> like seriously, look up Jared Leto cult. He has a cult of people where he walks around dressed in robes, looking like Jesus. And he fucks his cult members. 
That's all cults. That's all cults. Uh. Dude, Every cult is like, one guy being so like, like, I know like, God, so fuck me and let me fuck like, your wife. Um, and I'm not going to say that that's going to take away from his ability to portray Joker, but the only thing I have for his portrayal of Joker is the portrayal of Joker. And if anything, Kylie, you want to write something in? Uh, give me a timestamp on Suicide Squad that gave you hope for his Joker. Zero percent of it did. Because I've seen like, oh, there, there was another 42 minutes of Joker shot. First off, why would they shoot that much? They weren't shooting Here's a five-hour film. He's just kind of boring as Joker. He's yes. just like, I'm crazy. Look at me. Oh, yeah. And it's very slow and like low. Whereas like Ledger did it. And like even Nicholson. It's like Joker's frantic. Like he's... He, Joker's slow and kind of fucking weird. And, and then, then he goes, nowhere, he goes bang. Yes. And, he'll get, take and then he out. laughs super loud and he dances yeah. and he kicks... You know, a body a hundred times, you know, or he hits you with a crowbar a million times. You know, like, yeah. it's not like this, like, I'm the Joker. Oh, I mean, I, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted him, I wanted him to do okay. I didn't want to hate it. And when it came out and it got all the hate automatically, I was like, you know what? I bet you there's a good Joker in there. I bet you everyone's yeah. hating because it's Leto. I watched it again. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt because. And it was bad. I learned a lesson with Heath Ledger. I was like. Yeah. If you give a decent actor, like a a good actor, free reign, they'll make something. I mean, I've always wanted Adrian Brody because I think he is the silhouette of the Joker. The nose. The nose, the long neck, giant Adam's apple. I think his face is too ethnic. He looks too Latin. He looks too Spanish. He's so angular. Willem Dafoe, someone did makeup on him. Someone recently did a Photoshop of Shia LaBeouf. And Shia LaBeouf would probably be a good Joker just yeah, because he's, he's a, a method, fucking method yeah, actor. He's a method actor, too. Fuck, and he's um, my boy, dude, all day. Yeah. Shia all day, dude. I should get a Shia LaBeouf t-shirt. <laughs> I, the the funniest shit t-shirt. is uh, Shia LaBeouf, like the gifts of Shia LaBeouf watching his own movies. Oh, yeah. But just look at his face. Um, no, I know Adrian Brody does have, he has the long face, the sharp chin, the mm-hmm. big nose. Yeah, he does have a good face for it. And he wanted it. That's why I was so mad when uh, Heath Ledger got it. Adrian Brody like went to Nolan and asked for it. I read a article, I read an interview with him where he was like, "No, I begged to be the Joker." I still think I'm happy Ledger got it. Like, no, no, I mean, me too. Me yeah. too. Cuz honestly, just, man, if you watch Ledger's dude, like not to I'm not fanboying. I don't I've never even saw 10 Things I Hate About You or a Night's Life. Night's Tale. Night's Tale. Uh there's no weak Joker moment in The Dark Knight. No. There's no whack moment where you're Not like, a single... Every yeah. frame that he is in that it's film perfect. is captivating. Like, you cannot take your eyes off of him. I might go home and watch that shit again. That part when he's just clapping. I was just thinking about that. In the jail where he's just clapping. Yes. I was just thinking that frame in my head right now, dude. And I love the... You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> yeah. Though there is a part... In the background... Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? They're, they don't address a giant moment in that movie. Joker is, he invades Harvey Dent's party. Batman jumps off the building to save Rachel. Never see what happens at that party. Oh, I mean, just assume that everyone is everyone leaves. But what does Joker do? What is he doing? 
He's there. He wants Harvey Dent. Remember, where's Harvey? Where's Harvey? Oh, he doesn't find him. And then what? He just leaves? That's not the Joker. He probably would have killed a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, he would have killed a bunch of people. Oh, that's true. All right, whatever. It's just a weird plot hole that like I didn't realize until I watched... You know the pitch meetings that they... Yeah. Uh, that, I love those, by the way. Yeah. They did one, and he's like, yeah, there's this great moment for Dark Knight. He's like... Gonna I think throw, I did see it. Yeah. He's going to throw Rachel off. He's going to catch her. And he's going to fall on a car because, you know, cars are really soft, so he won't <laughs> die. And the guy's like, first of all, cars are not soft. <laughs> and then he's like, but so I bet that's going to create a crazy moment where we go back to the party and, like, Batman's incapacitated and Joker's doing stuff. He's like, no. no, 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 we'll never see that again. He's like, oh, so we just set that up for nothing. He's like, yeah, yeah, we just needed him to save Rachel. God. But just the that tick, like, the the tick of that he gave Joker of licking his lips Whatever, yeah. and like moving his hair. He's always like fixing his hair and licking his lips. And he's like, I want to know how I got these scars. Yeah, man, it was some, it was brilliant shit. So, I mean, sorry, Kyrie, Carly. Um, I, 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 I would, what I would enjoy is, is if you have a point, dude, or if your name's Kylie, I'm sorry. If you have a point, lady, uh, uh, or whatever, whatever. Um, send us a send us a, a scene or even a, a timestamp for Suicide Squad for what you think might be a, a good Lido moment because I see no defense for him ever needing to step foot uh, in that role again. I would have accepted it in place of Birds of Prey to do a romantic comedy with Harley to try. I thought that would have been better. Uh, I thought it was way too a try hard performance. Yeah. Way too try hard, and that just, laying on the floor with the knives, with the makeup, with the lipstick on the outside of the mouth looks stupid. Uh, yes. And I get it. Like one thing that was cool is they took a lot of not a lot, but they took like yeah. a handful of Joker mm-hmm. looks from like classic comics and yeah, they dressed them in it, and it looked moments. great. Yeah, that stuff I get. And you I'm know what? Not, and I'm best... saying he can pull off a look, but he didn't pull it off. You know what the best Joker moment is? It's probably when he breaks her out of the prison at the very end of the movie. Because Probably. he comes in in the SWAT uniform, and like it's one of those moments where Joker's like, "What's up? I was wearing the costume, you know, like whatever." Yeah. Um, I'll say this: I don't think the bad Joker was Jared Leto's fault. I think he is capable of being a good Joker. I think he was given bullshit. Unless he was in there going, "Let's give him face tattoos and make yes. him hip." If he's as long part as he of didn't the push design, the millennial shit, if some, which I think somebody else probably pushed that. Yeah. Because he probably wanted to go. I would imagine he'd want like something that would last the test of time and not mm-hmm. be like hip. Because you have to think, man. Like Ledger's Joker was just dirty and wearing like a nice suit. You have to think and know, especially someone who's been in this business for decades, that using face tattoos and grills and yeah. is you're dating the movie. You're dating the film. Yeah, look, we're already twelve years out from Dark Knight. And, and it's it still, still relevant. Up. Yeah, yeah, it still holds up. Nicholson still holds up. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Nicholson Joker. It's still like it's a little old timey. But I hate the makeup. Like I hate the oh the cheek implants. You know who my favorite looking Joker is? Is uh, Cesar Romero from '60s Batman? Purple. I hate that face. No, that's Joker with the teeth, the big ugly teeth. No, it's fucking. Hold on. Yeah, he's the Cesar Romero dude. He's got the purple suit. And like the fucking brushed back hair and the big ugly teeth, he looks almost like a that one of those old Dracula. No, yeah, he that looks guy. like the Joker. This image right here could be taken out of the comic. Okay, I see what you're saying. I just look I, at his eyebrows. Like, it, I I just mean in terms of look, like it's goofy. Obviously, it's definitely goofy. Yes, but it looks like the comic. It does look like the comic. I'll take Ledger's over it. 
I agree. I performance wise, I just mean. But you're right. That is a more like true to form Joker. I don't think it would work today. I don't think you could do that makeup today. Uh, Joaquin's Joker almost almost is there, and he it kind of works. Mm, I'm not a big fan. It, that's why I said it kind of works. I like the movie. I don't think that's Joker to me at all. It, yeah, that's why I said it kind of works. It's not really Joker. It's just like Joker doesn't whine. He doesn't get well. He's in. He's a the uh, Joaquin's Joker is a uh, is a pity party. Yeah, I hate and that's it. not the case. He's a fucking incel. Is what he is. <laughs> no, I mean maybe nobody I guess. fucked him. I guess whatever. I hate that term. Me too, but it's kind of rude. I think it's funny. You know what I was thinking? Well, what was I think? Oh, I forgot now. Just thinking of like those. Oh. How funny it is that old people hate OK Boomer? I, I haven't met one old person that even knows what that means. Uh, it's a thing now. People are saying it's like ageist. And like no, I know. Like, I know what it means. No, I no, just, no I've but, never met a person other than reading on the internet. I've never heard, seen a person in real life. I had respond to OK I was Boomer. Trolling the living shit out of this old guy on my uncle's oh, Facebook. Of course, because you're trolling people who are active Trump Trumpers. I was. Me and this guy were going at it. And it was funny because he just kept calling me gay, which is like, you're not going to hurt fine. my feelings. I kept saying, it's awesome that you're going to die soon. And like, I like, because what I do is, if you're old, fuck you. Your opinions are garbage and they're rooted in a time that is irrelevant. Like all of your morals and your your uh, your um, your opinions are rooted in. What happens when you're old and you still have a progressive mind? My my opinions will be rooted in a time that's irrelevant. What do you mean they'll be rooted? You're still living in the present day. What if you grow with the times? I'm sure this person's a piece of shit. No, no, no. You're look saying at, old people nowadays have don't have the competency yes, to be decent. Look at decent? the Supreme fucking Court that's full of ninety year old dickwads dude, that's that have different. These people have been in there. They have an agenda. But I'm saying you think every person who is seventy years old today is a piece of shit. Not every person. No. You think that every seventy year old does not have the, the the competency to be decent and understand progressive ideas? No, I'm talking about specific people that okay, voice so their specific shithead don't opinions. Don't just say anyone who's old is a piece of shit. No, the people fuck. I'm trolling. Okay, in fairness, the old people that I troll, I troll because I see their shitty, you see outdated. Their Fox, yeah. yeah. So some guy I was saying cuz this dude was like tell me he 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 at first he was probably being a piece of shit. He made fun of what I looked like first. I I didn't say anything. I looked at all his pictures and I was ready. But fuck's he going to make fun of Oh, he, he called da- me gay. How dare Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry I mean, you're I'm, a handsome white man with glasses. I'm a feminine. It's fine. But You're not uh, a feminine. Whatever. I'm, whatever. Okay. If, if you're looking at me from afar, whatever. So it was stupid. Oh no, you're feminine because you do weird femin femi yeah like gay poses. You do that on purpose though. You do weird shit like yeah, I just like, take dumb pictures. You take silly pictures doing effeminate shit. Yeah, but I waited. I was like, this guy's gonna look. He's he he doesn't have anything to actually say, so he's gonna go for my looks. I know it. And when he does, I'm ready. He had a white beard. He's very old. He had a white beard, but he had. The yellow stains in his mustache. Oh, God. And you know what that means. That means he's he smokes, but he breathes out of his nose. So he said, let me simplify it for you about something. He called me dumb, basically. And I said, why don't you simplify the color of your mustache to one color? And I said, luckily, those brown stains tell me you've been smoking for a long time, and your lungs will do the world a favor very soon. 
And then some other guy came in and was like, you know, it's very sad that age is the last thing you can discriminate against now and people don't care. And I was like, do not care. Fuck old people with shitty opinions. Fuck old people whose opinions are rooted in the past. Take them with you to hell when you die, you old piece of shit. (laughs) And so then, but what's funny is me and this guy are going at it, right? And then another person commented about, someone said, that I'm a socialist. And I was like, I never said that I was socialist. They're assuming. They're assuming. And I'm like, I don't want socialism. I was like, I am, I am willing, I want nationalized healthcare because I've seen it work. Personally, I've seen, I've been in Canada where all the right-wing people will say, they are suffering, it's miserable, and everyone hates it. They love it. I was there. My friend had a fucking asthma attack or no, an allergic reaction or something, and she just went to the hospital. Ambulance and all. And they came back, and I'm like, ooh, you guys are fu-. Like, you know, thinking as an American, I'm like, ah, that's going to be crazy because an ambulance is like $800 immediately. And they're like, no, an I ambulance paid- is here? Yeah, I know. It's like a couple grand. Yeah. Or Even if you get there and it's nothing. Yeah. So I was saying, I'm like, man, that's crazy. And they're like, no, I paid nothing. And I'm like, well, but I mean, you're going to get a bill. And they're like, no. And I was like, this is the difference. Getting medical care in an emergency because you're not thinking about money over your own life. You know what I mean? So whatever. Yeah. So I just I they pay more taxes, whatever. Yeah, we don't have to get into that. I pay a premium. If you do the math, even if it's slightly more, it's not gonna be gobs of money more. You know what I mean? I'm already paying for insurance. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. So I said, I'm not here for socialism. I you know, I, I'm okay with nationalized healthcare and systems that help impoverished people because I've been all those things, right? And so this old dude goes yeah, we definitely need to, uh, you know, th- there needs to be some reform for healthcare and, and medical costs and all this stuff. And I was like, agreed. And he said, man, can't believe we agree on stuff. And I was like, I'm sure we agree on a lot of things. I was like, it's just way more fun to troll the shit out of each other on Facebook because we don't know each other. And he was like, you got that right. <laughs> and I was like, I guess. Yeah. I was like, I like the genesis of the fact that you and I just fucked, you know, we went off on each other and now we're friends. This is trolling. Trolling is the great mediator of all things. It's the great bridge. At times, yeah. But yeah. Um, I I don't do it very often, but it's when I see it on my family's pages because my uncle is an older guy and all his old shitty friends are all old assholes. And they all, like, they all, it's, the world we live in is so divisive right now. Like, obviously, everybody's an asshole. I'm an asshole. I do it myself. You know what I mean? But like, I don't post on my Facebook wanting a fight i don't go like here's a post about trump because i'm sure i've got friends that are supporters of trump and i don't feel like arguing with them yeah but sometimes in my um memories or is that what they're called mm-hmm. i'll see a post i made where i was just like writing something neutral that was just shit posting yeah, yeah looking for someone to argue yeah. with something be it whatever concept whatever i think i saw one today i forgot what it was but it was, I think it was a simple one that I, I guess we can all agree on because fuck people who are conservative or have any religious beliefs. I quoted First Timothy 2.14, I think, or something like that, which uh, the quote in the Bible says, uh, basically says a woman shall never speak above a man or attempt to teach him. She is to remain quiet with her mouth shut. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's not that I believe that. No, you just quoted it to be I like... just love the fact that like... 
because um, it was like you know when you see like religious women who are like you need to follow the Bible and I remember I just I think I saw something like that so I just quoted this thing from the Bible where literally the Bible says the Bible is literally kind of no it literally says women should never attempt to teach or speak above a man they should remain with their mouth shut and I just like boom like and I look at the the, the thing and it's like a fucking eight ten twelve year old yeah, Facebook yeah. memory and I'm just thinking. What kind of mindset was I in that day, and who was I trying to troll? Yeah, because because you know what you're I doing. don't somebody I don't feel that way. No, no, no. But somebody said something that but you wanted to. It's post you know that. what it is is because I like when people say like the Bible says do this. Oh, okay. When the Bible says you should not use you're, you're an well, adulterer. You stone people who eat shrimp. Yeah, or like well, it doesn't tell you to do that, but. It tells you that it's it's un, it's a sin and it's ungodly. It's an abomination. It's an abomination to do that. Um, and then, or like, it's an abomination to like for men to lie with man. And then I'll just put the whole thing about the wearing mixed fibers yeah, yeah. or women shut your fucking mouth because yeah. I think it's funny. And someone will say that's a misogynist post. No, I'm just showing you the hypocrisy of your fucking book. Yeah, dude. That's like you know, same thing when someone's like, Islam is the most feminist religion. So I like post a part of the Quran where it says a woman's testimony is only valid for half of a man. So for every time a man wants to testify, if a woman wants to testify against a man, two women must come through to face the man because only they are worth half of his value. I don't feel that way. I'm posting it to show you the hypocrisy and what you're fucking like. In the end, we need to stop looking at these texts. Also, we're talking politics and religion right now. We shouldn't be doing that. But the trolling factor, that's what I want people to know. If they ever see shit like that on, on my <laughs> end, I don't believe these things. I'm using these extreme things to show the trolling nature of like the hypocrisy. Yeah. That's like you talk to me on one day and I'll go, Street Fighter is my favorite fucking game. Talk to me another day, I'll be like, man, fuck Street Fighter Five. I never got into it. It's been so long. I fucking hate it. Yeah. I'm a contrarian, contradictory person myself. And... These things can happen. Same way you can fucking fight with a Trumper and then laugh at how you were trolling each other. Same reason why, like, I may post some a scripture from the Bible that says something fucking gross. I'm not posting it because I fucking believe that. I'm posting it because it's funny in contrast to who I'm trying to troll. Yeah. So that's why I don't troll anymore. It's just funny. For me, I do it because I see these people kind of attacking my family. And, you know, I'm not close with a lot of my family, but I like this uncle. But my one cousin always comes in trying to talk logic. And I'm like... Just, Bro, that's the last thing you need to do. I message him on the side every time, and I'm like, just watch. And then I make the person leave. Because what I do is I just try to fuck them a lot until they get uncomfortable and they leave. And that works 80% of the time. Yeah, logic is never the key because no one wants that. No. No one wants to discuss. No one wants to debate. No one needs to. Well, no, and no one has to do no that No one's either. there with an open mind. That's the point. Yeah. To have your mind changed or to have to, to be able to even... Think of concepts outside of your, you know, your instilled beliefs. You have to open your mind, right? And these people are all here yelling at each other, into screaming into the void because the people they're yelling at aren't listening, and the people yelling back aren't, you know, at the person aren't. No one's listening, so it's yeah. like you're like just screaming even, for no reason. But anyways, with, with that show you were talking about the the whole thing where they get the two people, the two groups to mm-hmm. meet up. I forgot what that one specific is called, the Jubilee Channel. It's on Jubilee. It's called The Divide or something? No. It's uh, something like that. And middle Ground. Middle Ground. And they had one where, like, pro Me Too, anti Me Too. And I watched it. By the end of it, zero is accomplished. Yeah, but at the end, I watched that one. Or I listened zero to it today. Zero is accomplished. But at the end, everybody was like, we actually, there's, we all agree on so much more than we disagree on. It's just, you get caught up in the noise. 
which I thought was cool. I didn't take that from it. I just watched it today. The guy literally says it at the very. Oh, I the guy, to it the today. Guy, yes, the, the white guy on the on yeah the, on the pro Me Too because he no, was like the, he was anti Me Too, and by the, the end the anti yeah, but the pro Me Too is nothing. Well, no, was there were nothing there, with all those. There's always people on the extremes, but there's always like three. No, I'm people. not even saying they're on the extremes. I'm just saying with that episode. Other than that, dude, basically saying thank you for sharing your story. No, but he says at the end, him and a girl on the other side both said, "There's a lot more that we agree on than we all disagree." Right, I feel you. I feel you. It's, but it's the 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 problem. The problem with all that stuff is everybody digs their heels into their own beliefs. It's it's we're getting way in the weeds. This isn't yeah. fun to listen to no, unless you want to hear Jesse and I butt heads, which we will eventually. But I'm just saying, at, at a certain point, people aren't going to move. Even, no, yeah, even if they know or. You gotta tell See, the river, no, you move. Exactly. <laughs> Even if they know that the river is moving this way, but they want it to move that way, they're not gonna acknowledge it. And yeah. I'm saying on both sides. No, of course. Because I agree with both sides. Not even on a bunch both of sides. Shit. On every side of every argument in the history like, of the universe. I keep getting pigeonholed because I have this stance of like, no, wait, I want to look at everything. Then people say, oh, automatically, that means you're on the right side of this. No, it doesn't. Just means that I'm not gonna just take a stance because of, I, if I'm not gonna take the status quo of what you think I'm supposed to take. I'm, I might go left, left, right, left, right, right, left, left. I'm not going to mm-hmm. just pick one. And a lot of people go, I'm either blue or red, mm-hmm. left or right. And I'm not going to do that. And if you do that, you, that means you're right most yeah. of the time. Well, it's just, it's, yeah. Everybody people is People call extreme. Joe Rogan an alt-right Nazi. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Other than that, Final Fantasy 15 was a great game. You should put about two hundred no, hours in. You literally were just talking about how you flip flop. You just spent like forty minutes, kind of, with me talking about how bad that game is. But then we're like, "Stop! I like this game." And I'm no, <laughs> I, I no, I love it. it. I think you're right. I think it's like I, there's a lot wrong with Final Fantasy 15, but I think the things that I love about it, I love so much, they keep me with it. Yeah, you love it in spite of the stuff that's bad. Yeah, there is a lot of bad, and in the end, I think a, I might be kind of a loser because I think Jesus, it's, it's so easy that I might like it because it's easy. But that just and means it's, it's pretty because I like things. Chill. I like things that are pretty and easy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, it's easy like to, me, it's easy to break them, and, and you know. All right, look, we've been at three <sighs> hours and one minute. Luckily, we read uh, uh, his, Kylie's uh, email. Yeah, because that would have been a shorter podcast. So we will. I know, right? He just <laughs> added like forty minutes to it. Um, so we'll be back in two weeks. I, I think I'm going to try to make some notes for us to like have a little topic or something. Yeah, I'll rent Color Out of Space. And if anything, I can give you my Amazon. If I rent it, I'll have 24 hours if you okay. want to watch Does it. Does Amazon have porn? No. No. Okay, no I mean, I'm sure you can buy porn. No, I'm Amazon. just kidding. Um, but who would ever pay money? Pornhub, man. No, I meant like to stream. I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, yeah. Other than that, also, by the way, when you guys hear this, uh, we're dropping another video for From Within for the fuck of it. Um, it's a low budget video we shot in our studio with just some single shots, black and white. So um, keep tuned. Enter the crown. Uh, keep helping and supporting. We need it. And I hope you guys like it. And uh, you know what? If anything, get, uh, write into us at nerdsthepodcast at gmail.com. And give us uh, any topics or games or movies you'd like to res- us to review. And if we think they're cool, like we'll look up into them and. You won't have to listen to us uh, stumble across hentai into Final Fantasy into... You and I are always going to tangent. It is what it is. Uh, If you want to see me troll people on Facebook, I mean, add me and then incite someone's ire and I will troll them. Don't do that. And you will see see the love. 
Well, catch me at Jester954 on everything. And I hope to hear from you guys. We love you, and we'll see you in hell. Goodbye.